Welcome to episode 7 of the Brand Social Podcast. Today we're chatting with Joe and Scott from Wetwire. Enjoy the show. Hey baby cakes. Yo man. Oh, no, no loving, uh, loving reply. Oh, mate. Like it's all loving replies out in public. When we get into when we're when we're in private, you beat me really. With with words, just want to clarify there for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just just with words, not 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 his fists. He only does like when it's just. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! We're off to a good start, aren't we? <laughs> How you doing, oh, mate? You know. Yeah, yeah, I'm alright, mate. I'm alright. It's uh the first time since we started the pod it's not a sweat box in here it's quite nice yeah yeah uh right so i think the boys are here <clears throat> okay so this is joe and scott from wet wide and yeah they've got a really cool story they're they're a fairly new brand but yeah they do some really fucking cool designs it's all based off like um you know supernatural stuff and yeah aliens and serial killers and all sorts like really really fucking cool source material so yeah be a good chat be a good chat uh right anyway let's get him in let's get him in hey up now hey guys hey up. how's it going not bad at all we were on the old one sorry about that trying to serenade us there yeah, yeah always, dude. Fair bring some space people down yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. awesome how's um how's your week's been so far well you've just come back from, back from leeds so yeah i just need to oh, how was it yeah it was good man i just need to sleep for another week <laughs> uh, uh, no, it was alright. Yeah, it was good, man. Who did you see there? Uh, Nineteen eighty-five. Saw them. Saw the right. uh, Arctic Monkeys. Wolf Alley. You know. Yeah. Good. Yeah, man. Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we kind of jump into it properly, do you want to kind of tell us who you are, what your brand is, what you do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Joe and Scott. Joe. Scott, um, wet wired is the brand. We just uh, love aliens. Yeah, and it's yeah. Uh, all things paranormal, conspiracies, serial killers, true crime, anything that anything that scares people is what we kind of. <laughs> uh, and we aren't like afraid to kind of touch on any sensitive yeah subjects. No, yeah, like as. As people have probably already seen, we did Jeffrey Dormer, and we were mm. like this close to being banned, banned from Instagram. Oh, really? Some, yeah, for some crazy reason, because like Tommy Lee got his cock out on Instagram, and everybody was like sharing his photo and loving it. And then we put like a picture of Jeffrey Dormer up, and it's like instantly Insta- we're like, we're like, you banned? Like, we were like, what? You know, but it's just, I don't know, get it like so. Yeah. So how did you come up with the brand then? Um, um, it, it was because I'm in a band 
and then Joe was doing photos for the band that I'm in, and we were yeah. on a tour. I, we were on a tour, and Joe was on a tour with us, and we were just driving. And uh, when I'm at night, I'm driving. I always just listen to podcasts because it's just it's yeah. easy for drive to, and it keeps you awake. And like you know, I'm always listening to like uh, you know uh, true crime or or UFO ones or whatever. And yeah. I just said to Joe, I was just like, wouldn't it be cool if there was like a clothing brand who did like shit like UFO stuff or, you know, serial killers or, and then Joe was just like, why don't we just start our own? And then hmm. we can't really think about it for a bit. Yeah, did you? I, I then just randomly said to you, and so I was like, what director says design? Just what the first design yeah. just came up with, like the whole. Because originally the first design was inspired by Fire in the Sky. Well, I think that was right. actually well, that was actually that was what, what we were on about. That was what we were listening yeah. to. We were listening to when uh, Travis Walton was on the Joe Rogan Experience. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So it all started from that, and then obviously Joe went away, and then because I put the first design on my Instagram, then yeah. I just did like I didn't put any of the brands because at the stage we didn't actually have the brand. But <laughs> I put it pretty sick, and then yeah. like, a week later I messaged you with a full, yeah, pretty much brand name and stuff. <laughs> I was just yeah. like, let's go with it. Sorry, I was just going to say, uh, as you brought up the name, um, where's the name Wet Wired come from? X Files. X Files. It's from uh, okay. from a okay. uh, episode where basically they're getting mind controlled by TVs and through stuff. the so television. Pretty much, you know, very similar to kind of what the events going on today with stuff. Yeah. But in really, yeah. So love it. VHS aesthetic came from as well. Like they're both massive. X Files fans, so yeah. it's kind of like basically the whole brand's kind of like a nineties throwback. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. Everything from like the paranormal nineties, like like the uh, used to have sightings of program in the nineties. I used to watch when I was a kid. I don't know if anybody can remember that show, but it had like the scariest intro, like like that that haunted my like life for like years after watching that. <laughs> But yeah, so everything was based on that. That first design was like yeah. pretty much like that. But then yeah. the whole the whole thing has been based on like like I said, we, we're trying to keep it kind of like nineties aesthetic as well as doing like what we want to do with the with the brands like so. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? It's kind of brands are like you know for all of us as brands owners, brand owners, the brands are kind of an extension of ourselves, aren't they? That kind of you know. You're doing what what you're interested in, yeah. Um, but it's and really it's, cool, guys. And it seems as if a lot of people are interested in it as well. Yeah. Obviously, we've only been a brand for six six months, months and yeah. like already, like we've got like a really good cult following, and people yeah. who post like you know they instantly buy, and it's like you know, we're like like blown mm. away. But I appreciate it. Like people are like. People are instantly wanting us to put out more, like you know, so which is yeah. good. Keeps us, yeah. we can just carry on doing what we're doing because then we would have a discussion and be like, Oh, what do you want to do next? And it's like, either I'll come up with one or Joel say, Oh, like Joe came up with the Warrens for the for the desk drop, what we're doing now. So, and yeah. it's like people are like, Love it, people love that shit. So, yeah, that's oh, awesome. You found a proper little, um, little niche there of uh, customers and all that, like, um, so. The way you're doing kind of like your releases at the minute, is it all on pre-order then? Yeah, so everything we do, because we, we work closely with one of the, um, the T-shirt printers, so I don't know if you've seen our designs, but they're quite complex, and a lot of designers won't, like a lot of printers just aren't interested because it's just that fit like fiddly. 
Oh, wait, wait, I, 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 I printed one of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, well, there you are. There you are. <laughs> there you are. The legend. Yeah, just packing all the time. Like, just, just think you can do this? And he's like, no, but I'll give it a shot. And then he comes back yeah. and looks. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, mate, there's 50 layers here. And it's not even really printable. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, I'm just like, I don't even need to think. I just do it up. That's a good thing, though, with that, though. It gives, like... We don't have any limitations with the design. No. And now it always comes no. up. We always want it looking a bit grungy, a bit nighties anyway. Yeah. So any detail that's lost adds to the kind of the effect of it. Yeah. Um, so you know, it does take I haven't got to be as conscious when designing stuff. I can just be like, well, this is a cool photo. Because obviously everything yeah. we do is using real photos and kind mm -hmm. of the Zodiac one was the sketch of Zodiac, you know, yeah. the dark, there's court case photo. The Warrens one's a picture of the Annabelle doll, so it's all actual photos, yeah. all real stuff. So it's it means we can actually use the real stuff and not have to worry about is it going to come out and be printable because a lot of people can't print that well. So yeah. it gives kind of a little niche yeah. kind of advantage, really, because it's we went to we went to like a few first, didn't we? Yeah, we went to a few before. Um, we went, we managed up with Roy. Yeah, with Roy, and they were a bit like I don't I don't know if we can if we can do this. We'd have to do test prints and stuff, and we were like, well. Even on the first one, on the Travis one, which is probably one of the, the most basic the ones, the simpler yeah. ones, you know, it was like, I don't know about that. So we went to print, mm. no worries, we'll print that for you. So we've uh, pestered him ever since, haven't yeah. we? But then all that gives, like, it's like gives Joe free reign to just do anything. Like with the yeah. one, the, the, like the sleeve one, uh, Joe had found, uh, they were on the front cover of uh, Connecticut. Like Time magazine, Time magazine like and it's like okay, a, it's such a sick cover with the, the Warrens on, and he was like, It's got to go on the, the, the shirt, like so. We put it on the design and put it on the sleeve, and Roy was a bit like, I don't know if you'll you'll get the and he was Joe, Joe was just like, Listen, just just do it, like yeah. just print it, just do it, even if you lose a little bit of the detail, it'll still look sick on the sleeve. So, yeah. we were, you know, it's like, but we know that, uh, like, well, we've had. Like the, all the prints on the sleeves have yeah, come out so absolutely perfect. Like, so, like blown away. By yeah, them. everybody's blown away by our sick print. We're blown away. We like we get them and we're just like, fuck me, this is sick. Like we, everyone we've had, we've had one for ourselves because you're like, oh, I'll have to yeah. have that. I've got to have that one. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's it's part part of it, mate. You you have to you have to have one for yourself. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, always. Yeah. So, kind of. Where where do you kind of see the brand actually going then? Where do you kind of want to be in a year's time? Do you have like a a sort of uh, I guess pathway for the brand, or are you just kind of rolling with it? So far, it's gone dead quick. We've just mm. kind of approached it. Just don't take the brakes off it. Yeah, that's why yeah. every drop, like you've had one drop, then someone else comes. Then, then you know you've had another yeah. drop and someone else. But we'll have two stuff. In background on pre-order being printed while we're doing the next one or while yeah. we're designing one as soon as I've just done another one you know there's never we haven't really got like a it's moved that fast that we just don't know where yeah. it'll where it'll be like we're doing um comic-con in November Liverpool Comic -Con. okay wicked yeah but to do that like within like a year is just gonna be sick like you know yeah, it's yeah. a with, with the brand, like, like Scott said it's got this like cult following already so people see it and they're instantly just like I love your stuff like yeah. it's mental really yeah we didn't expect no that really and like you know we, we scott does bands and i do like 
video freelance photography stuff. We know stuff could be a, a graft, and then this has just been, it's just been nuts. Yeah, this has been like, yeah, yeah, level, yeah literally, like especially when like it really changed when we did Zodiac because like mm. we did Travis Walton, and then we did uh, the Brown Lady Ghost, and then we obviously because. Um, it was at the same time as Batman one. It's basically we got loads of we've got a few designs that no one's seen yet that originally yeah. we're gonna do for the third one. And okay. loving the Riddler. So I was like, why don't we do Zodiac? Seeing as it was what yeah. Riddler basically is. Basically, yeah. so so we did so we did Zodiac and that was like the so point where up. we were like, This is like people are really yeah. taking like notice <laughs> of the of the brand. So mm. like a bear in mind we did three reprints of Yeah, we just we did, did the third reprint. We just that. we've done three reprints of that and like to have like a, a design sell out on, on like a brand who's only been going at that point for like it's yeah. probably three months so it was like we, we knew then that it was like we wanted something here with this like mm. 100 and people people still now still ask us for like more zodiac so we, we could probably do another reprint just constantly run that and it's that, that, that that could be like a, a, a design that we could constantly probably keep going back to couldn't yeah. it I would say like so, but I would say in, in 12 months time, it's just a case of just constantly building, building as a brand and just yeah. like I say, if we can, if we can keep going like the way we are and striving and getting a design out as, as and moving as fast as we can and people are showing the interest and it can only grow like that, yeah. that's the whole idea. And then maybe next year, like we've been looking at like, there's the, the crime con. Yeah. In there, so we were thinking about maybe doing that next year because that's like another one where you know we could put out like another crime one, like you know, somebody else. I think like, the hardest thing for us will be getting taken down, like genuinely. Yeah. Like it's like Scott said, like literally put a picture of Dharma up on the story, and that was it's, it's that warnings. I got warnings on my yeah. phone. There was an ad that once the Zodiac ad, yeah, and then it got it got taken down. It was yeah. like, do it again, you have to get it removed, yeah. So it's like. Yeah. So what what was that on? Was that on like uh was that on like an advert you put up or was that just a post or <laughs> obviously ads and stuff for it and we've never had any right. for it and then it's like you've gone against policy but they've approved it. But they had approved it, so I was Facebook approved yeah. and be like, Oh no, I actually can't do that. It's like if they just said from the off go, yeah, you can't advertise that. Yeah. It's fine. But then like Scott said when people putting pictures of the dick up on Instagram, it's something there for a day, it's like, well, like you can literally, you can literally watch a video of someone getting like decapitated on, on Instagram. Instagram. It's like we put pictures of someone up and yeah. it's like taken down. But I mean, yeah. it's like when we did Zodiac, like we got quite a bit. Of, we got so much. Hate we got so it, much yeah. hate for doing the Zodiac because people were like, "Oh, glorifying and blah blah blah." But in actual fact, like if if you won't go down them roads, don't ever watch Netflix because. Like last year was like the most. Well, they've just done a Dharma film. They've just done a Dharma. Yeah, film. yeah. Don't watch anything like that. Don't watch any, even even the made up stuff. Like you know your CSIs or whatever. It's all it's all based off real stuff, essentially, isn't it? It's kind of like it's you know you've just taken your inspiration from something. I mean, from my point of view, I think you've taken your inspiration from something that nobody else has just touched yet. No, which is really fucking cool, Matt. Like both of you, like fucking, like really, like good on you for doing it. Like. Because there's so much like really good like source material in there, source material in there, and it's you know as I said, a lot of people won't touch it because it's obviously you are going to get hate. Yeah, yeah. As you guys have seen, when you see t-shirts, if you search Dharma t-shirts, there's stuff that's so like it's just 
like, I feel like what we do, it's like there's people who put like Daddy Dharma, eat me. And it's like, oh, yeah. what, what we put, it's like, you know, we're actually going from like a, everything we do is like, we do educate people, like everything, every case that goes up gets a blog talk. Yeah. I think it all depends on the way that it's treated. About what happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, not like, it's not like we're saying like anything really that inappropriate compared to what's on there. We're just being honest with stuff. So, for example, the new Dharma leaflet that comes with a T-shirt is brutal, but it's pretty bought a T-shirt, so that's what they want. But, yeah. it, but it also tells you, like like Joe just said, we're not just putting a picture of Dharma on the front and mm. just that's it. It's like we're telling you the whole... like the, the, Yeah, yeah. Backstory of everything, everything like news actual, you know, quotes on it from, and we and we did, you know, online. did the same with Heaven's Gate, and yeah. we did the same with Zodiac. We had like, a, you know, an A5 printout with photos and told you all about like Heaven's Gate and what the whole thing was, and you know about Marshall Applewhite and Bonnie Lou Nettles and everything. So people weren't just buying a T-shirt; they were buying like what had gone on. You know what I mean? We mm. want people to be like, "Fucking hell, like, this is sick," and they've got something like a bit of a collectible. You know, like, yeah. you know, there's not there's not many other brands who, yeah. who who go that little bit of an extra mile where they where they're going out the way and doing stuff that like is telling you the facts about what the t-shirts. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, we we feel like like we we kind of not just putting them out and just being like, oh, here's a t-shirt with Dorm on the front. Like there you go, give us you know thirty quid or whatever. We we actually giving you the full story of everything and, and like I say Joe's making all the videos up and all the videos are from actual stuff like you know when he did the Dharma one it was like parts from when he was in court and you know mm. So, mm. but everybody everybody knows the story of of, of, of Dharma and that so it's not like as if it's like like going back to what we were saying it's not like a shock value it's not like something that's like you know it's 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 not like I suppose you could argue that you just document in a bit of history, couldn't you? Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, literally, yeah. honestly. You know what I mean? To be fair, though, they hate. Yeah, it makes us want to do more. Like, as soon as we yeah. hate. <laughs> Amen. We'll do the album then because it's just, I don't know, it's, it shows it's making people love us for the same reason people hate us. Like, yeah. people love I'll just put Dharma on a t-shirt or we'll put a mass suicide from Heaven's Gate on a t-shirt. Yeah. Like, you know, there's not many people playing it. Everyone's yeah. kind of playing it safe. Like we kind of wanted to go away from the the kind of the the, the film thing, didn't we? Is in like people there's a lot of mint brands out that do films and stuff, but we wanted to kind of go the other way and be yeah. like, oh, this is kind of the, the real stuff that yeah. actually has happened and there's plenty of stuff that can inspire t-shirts. Yeah. Within that. Like like when when we did the Travis Walton one, there wasn't really any no. There wasn't really any photos of like Travis Walton or anything. So we did have to use like stills from the film, which was a fire in the sky film. But uh, obviously everything else we it's all been like to the to the really yeah. you know accurate done like you know what I mean. So um yeah, it's sick. <laughs> That's wicked, mate. Awesome. Really, really love it. Yeah, man. Thank you. My next question has sort of been answered for me, really, because I was going to ask you what your experience with um, like digital marketing is, you know, like um, creating ads and stuff like that. And obviously, you've you've said that one of them was uh, was taken down. Have you got any other experiences with that, or so being taken down? Well, just just through running ads in general. Um, so my my day job is marketing. Um, okay. So, okay. 
time anyway. Um, I do more like a hydroponics company. So it's, again, it's the same kind of thing where you can't put anything up there taken down. But yeah, we yeah. do is in-house. You know, I do all designs, videos and stuff. Um, for the ads and stuff, not really. Like when we've done like the, the Warren one, it's easy because there's stuff like the conjuring and stuff. Mm. So the films out there that are based on, oh, it just is a favor because it's like, for example, there's loads of stuff we want to do, but there's no way of getting out there until yeah. we build the brand yeah. up because yeah. it's like that obscure yeah. that it's kind of, you wouldn't be able to do ads on it or yeah. you'd have to do really generic ones and just no one would see it all yeah. by. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you feel that it's kind of like the, like when you're going down your kind of design route then or the, the kind of subject that you're kind of focusing on then are yeah. you kind of i guess more intentionally going down the route of the stuff that's kind of already been a bit popularized i think for now yeah because yeah. we've got loads of ideas and we've got mock-ups like one of one of the mock-ups that was for cattle mutilation so when like the cat, cattle are getting like you know cut open mutated like hundreds of them on like ranches in america and people don't know what it says. people don't know what it says so hmm. unless it's you know, we aren't at the point yet where we can put a t-shirt out and sell it just through Instagram, especially our Instagram is at the moment yeah. where it's not showing people. Yeah. The algorithm yeah. fucked. So yeah, we're relying on stuff that's got, you know, we're trying to build the brand out with stuff that people know. But then once we've done that, then we can start doing the smaller things that no one yeah. knows about. You know, Heaven's Gate's well-known, Dharma's well-known, Zodiac's well-known, Warren's are well-known. Well yeah. yeah. But people know of them, but sometimes they don't know what happened yeah. or it's just like yeah. oh, no. so it's you still well that the history behind it and if they've only seen films and stuff half the time the films aren't real like we were watching a documentary when we were camping about dharma and it was just completely wrong yeah you know we, everything we do we have to, we proper dive into yeah, what it is yeah. and stuff and there's like little little details that we find you know there's <clears> been scott's come up with an idea and said right go find me videos on it you oh, know yeah clips on it interviews with the people and then i'll go through it and everything we do design wise is based on the actual info so like the heaven's gate one was purple themed because that's the color the the covers are used to cover them up yeah right. so you know there's a lot of the actual designs and yeah, stuff it's not yeah. just like right go get a, the first photo you see on google and put it yeah. on no um, you can actually put a, yeah. quite a lot of research into it i don't just want to say a little bit because this you know you can tell that you've put a lot of thought in and a lot of work into them doing all the marketing for it like so when heaven's gate came on for that month we're doing heaven's gate all me and scott read oh, about and look at heaven's gate yeah i would yeah. I, I even said to joe if i'd have been if i'd have been in america in the 90s I'd have, have pop, I'd have probably joined heaven's gate i was like i got <laughs> fascinated with it i was like this shit's mental like i was just like this is <laughs> But it's 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 majorly interesting as well. Like even like reading about like say Dharma and all that, and like like I said to you, we were on about uh, Dharma, and, and I said it, it's it, it's like a shame that he got killed in prison. I know a lot of people go, well, why is he a fucking shame? Just because it, he was like completely normal. Like he was mm. he was normal, but his mind was so fucking like. Imagine if people could have like like researched research like what what actually made him properly tick and like why he did what he yeah. did because he didn't really have a bad childhood or upbringing he just was just yeah. fucking like it's weird he yeah. was just wrong do you know what i mean like but, but yeah. you know, i never got the chance to actually like dive into what he was thinking because he got fucking killed in prison so mm. it was like kind of like a waste of 
uh, like serial killer, whatever they whatever they call themselves, like you know it. Uh, what are they called when they? Yeah, I don't even mean like, you know, they, could, yeah, like he could have been studied to learn, like yeah, to, to learn what he did, like. But, um, but no, go, but going back to what you said about the um, the ads and stuff, like I remember, like when we did the goat one, like we we kind of like we we're doing okay, but then like I said, as soon as we did, like as soon as we did Zodiac, yeah, it was like as if like it, we you, found the, the we found the solution for yeah, what we're doing, like yeah. we can we can like literally hitch on to so many tags for Zodiac. You could you could do ads for the Zodiac film. Zodiac so, yeah. film. Crime, making I was going to say, I bet that's, um, I don't want to say easy, but quite, uh, I mean, there's a lot more that comes to mind when, when it comes to like detailed yeah. targeting. Stuff right. like that. So, so the first design went down there, well, but it's a lot of people we know buying them, you know, kind of supporting the brand as we get up and running. The second one we were selling T-shirts like London, you know, which is big for us, we like, now we're, we're hitting them here. We knew it was either for Instagram or through yeah. adverts. Uh, yeah, we were, we were selling them. Like, I still think that design is one of the best ones. It never sold as many no. because the ads weren't as good. No. Yeah. You couldn't get out of there with the ads. As soon as we put Zodiac on, like I said, it was a combination of people were obsessed with the Riddler, which pretty much was Zodiac yeah. in the Batman film. Yeah. We could do proper ads to that kind of yeah. area. Literally, I remember just sitting there at work and my phone was just buzzing all day. It was like, yeah. new order, new order. And I was like, order, order, we're going to fucking sell this out, like. It was like, follow it, order, follow yeah, it, order, we literally follow sold it. out. <laughs> what the fuck, like, it was... It was legit. And so I was like, we have to reprint this. Because originally yeah. we were like, one one lot and we're done. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, can't stop Zodiac here because it was just literally, it was like introducing so many people to the brand and do them, like, I know a followed us through that. And then I see them ordering Heaven's Gate, I see them ordering Dharma, I see them ordering yeah. the... So, you know, it's kind of, that was the perfect one to get people who yeah. like that kind of genre and that kind of style into the brand, really. And that was the first one where we kind of thought, you know what, this we're on something here with this. Yeah, yeah. And took them all down. Yeah. <laughs> kill kill so, the ad. We find ways around. So, so how yeah. do you, uh, so uh, how, how, so how do you, uh, how do you actually model the ads? Do you, do you, um, do you just use mock-ups or do you use like models or what's your, uh, what experience you have with models and stuff like that? Um, no, just I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's second nature to me because I've done it for a job for five years. So, mm. literally through Facebook Ads Manager, getting them all up like that. We already know we already know what we want and stuff, and how to kind of get people clicking on the stuff. So, yeah, the hardest part is literally one having something that we can relate it to on Facebook because obviously it's. It's not like everything you can't tag. You can't say like I want to send the Dharma one to people like Dharma because obviously they're not they're yeah. not going to They don't even like it when you put a picture up. So they're not going to let you like a Jeffrey Dharma fan page on Facebook. So yeah. <laughs> if you haven't got Dharma, but they might like serial killers, they probably like Zodiac. Yeah. So you yeah. could use that film or for like, like I said, for the Warrens one. It's like right, there isn't a Ed and Lorraine Warren one. So well, there's the Conjuring and the Annabelle film and films, Amityville. Yeah. yeah, it's just kind of again, it's learning what people like and linking it to. Yeah. And then obviously, the more we, yeah. the more we can just target people who like the page and stuff. Through like retargeting stuff like. To be to be fair, we don't, we don't, we never know how many we're going to sell. Do no. it never really bothers us because we just yeah. like half the stuff we want to do. 
is because we want to wear we it. We want to wear it. <laughs> so it's not like, yeah. with Dharma, maybe we'll sell it to you as well. Yeah. So it's not as expensive for us. No. Uh, but yeah, no, they're a weird one, ads are, because like I said, it's Facebook will say yes to them and then two months later, random decide it wants to report them. Yeah. So. Is it as long as two months? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just two months. months really? Just sure. reported on the third Dharma reprint. So we'd already done t shirts by the time that this had got reported. Yeah. So I said that to him on like the case. I was like, how come you've one approved it and two? You know. I bet I bet you what that is, is that's actually somebody going in and just reporting it. Yeah, yeah. Said- it's not Instagram flagging it. Yeah. We should have some fucking saddo that's like, I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it would have been. I mean, why would they? Why would they pull an ad that's doing wow? Well, the thing is, I always think they we're paying. You know, we put a lot of money into our yeah. ads. Yeah. It's stupid. To be down. You know, we're not we're not massive, but for a small company, you know, we and again, it helps. I know what I'm doing. But we put a lot of money into ads and stuff, and yeah. it's just like, yeah. you don't want money, then fine. We'll find other ways to do stuff. Because mm. yeah. I said, like I said to you, didn't I was like, if we got. Reported again, we've probably got the account closed temporarily. Yeah, I would say, yeah. But we, we did find a way, you found a way around it, didn't you? Because when we got reported, we just went quiet, didn't we? Yeah, we, we just, we we just went quiet. quiet for a bit. And then you changed the ad, didn't you? You took Dharma's name out, didn't you? Yeah, I took Dharma's name out of it and take, I took out Serial Killer. Yeah, so, so it, it kind of like hopped the fence of yeah. like being... I think if doing it doing it that way, I think if somebody sees it, that is going to be offended by it, they're not going to instantly see that, oh, serial killer, old Dharma, all this, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of... They're just, they'll probably just scroll by. Yeah, you change the photo as well. I think you did like a, like a section of just the, the shirt yeah, instead of having dot. I think it was just like maybe his torso and his arms and his head was off. So it right. changed. It's just like, like it's, it's just, just, stupid. It's, it's, just, just it's just stupid, like because, you, like I said, you can go on Instagram right now and put in somebody being killed, and you can just go and watch it and see, like it's not, it's it's there. And, it, and the like, thing is about our account as well as I've made it so no one can even see it if they're under eighteen. Yeah. So like, setting on it, we're getting people kicking off. It's like if you mm-hmm. don't want, if you don't like so much, don't watch it. Well, we had we had one of the comments when we did Zodiac was it. Are you gonna? Oh, uh, are you gonna do Hitler next? Yeah. Like now, because you're glorifying killers, it's like just, just shut up, or just, just stop, like just you know fuck I mean? off, <laughs> just yeah. fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, it makes us want to do it more, though. Yeah, like, I've got a couple yeah. of ones that are probably worse than Dom. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. kind of touch on yeah like, different subjects. So yeah. you know, it's. But we, we we kind of decided that after Dharma, we were like, oh, we need to step away from serial killers for a couple. And that's why we, like, Joe came up with the Warrens. And then we've got another, the, the next, ones, we? yeah. like, the next design after the Warrens is going to be another one that's more, like, paranormal instead okay. of. So, so, so I was going to say, have you got any, um, have you got any cases that you just won't touch? You won't go near them because you just think they're too, they're too heavy? some of the english ones we've yeah like we, we said like like myra hinley and ian brady we probably yeah. would come because anything that involves like kids mainly like because it's just it's just a no-go like, it's a bit different when it's american stuff because it's like i don't know it's like if you walk around with a dharma t-shirt on over here 90 percent people won't even know who he no, is, he is. so yeah but if you walk around with someone like myra like hinley fucking like yeah. you know that's that's asking for double i think so yeah, yeah. the probably probably that 
like maybe like Dennis Nielsen is like one yeah. that we'd probably do over here because he was basically British's Britain's Jeffrey Dorman. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Um, but I would say anything with like with, with kids in is like a no go. <clears throat> to be fair, I was just like. thinking I probably. Um, I mean, I'm from Cheltenham, and obviously you got Fred and uh, you got Fred and Rose in uh, in Gloucester. And I'm just sort of thinking, if I was to see somebody walking around with a, with yeah. a Fred and Rose sort of t-shirt, I'd be a bit like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. There's a lot of people holding from America, so yeah. There's loads of people walking oh, wow. around, yeah, yeah. like uh, California with Zodiac t-shirts. Yeah, because you said some pre-orders and stuff. Yeah, like, we'd had a couple from California for Zodiac, can't we? So. Yeah, yeah. Someone from Cali. Dharma. I think the Zodiac one's particularly kind of like interesting though, because it, it's still unsolved, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So yeah. there's that kind of like, there's that mystical kind of element to it where it's well, like. Well, well, last week, it was last year, they actually thought, think that yeah. they solved it, don't they? Because yeah, yeah. there was always, there was always two people who was like, the main two people who was the, who they thought it was with, yeah. was the Allen or, uh, Gary Francis Post, or was it Francis Gary Post? Yeah. Whichever way his name is. But there was them two who they were like, it was either one, either him or either him. But hmm. uh, Arthur Lee Allen died in like the 90s, I think, or the early 2000s. And then uh, Gary Post died in like two years ago. But they reckon that he actually admitted to being the Zodiac killer. But I don't know how true that is. But then, he, yeah. I don't know. It, it makes it more interesting because like when we, mm. when we made the band, I made like the kind of the, the kind of the three initial drops were almost hinted that we went yeah. through the. Yeah. I did the uh, Watch the Skies, um, Fear the Unknown, Prepare for the End, and that was kind of like the first three drops. Yeah. I like Watch the Skies was the, the Travis Walton one. Prepare for the uh, the end was the the Ghost one, and, and then that... Fear uh, Fear the Unknown was ended up to be Zodiac. Yeah. So it's kind of them first three. Statements we ever released on Instagram ended yeah. up being the first three drops. Yeah, but people never know what's coming next. I think that's what they like. It's, you know, it's in Rainham Hall ghost, which is like one of the oldest ghost photographs ever caught to Zodiac Killer, which killer. is the most prolific serial or known serial killer yeah. in America. So, Actually. you know, there's loads, there's loads of stuff we want to do, isn't there? Like, yeah, it's, it kind of comes from what, what we kind of our thoughts on stuff as well. Yeah. It's kind of you know out there, kind of it's. It's stuff people aren't doing. You never know what you're going to do. Like there's there's a load of stuff we won't do. Like, like we 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 we've been sat on we've been sat on Bigfoot for ages. Like but <laughs> Bigfoot's one of them where it, we, it's got to be off the brands back than like the ads. I think because I don't think the ads are low. Yeah. I don't think there's enough to do Bigfoot, even though yeah. we both do Bigfoot and we and both fucking love Bigfoot. Joe's got like he's done his design. I mean, it's a bit older now, but it, the design at the time was sick. So, yeah. but that's one that we're we're actually going to just sit on until we feel that the brand's big enough to carry its own weight to go right. Here's Bigfoot. Well, this this one nice. we just first one we've done with Buddy, yeah, as well. Yeah, we've done. so you know we're slowly starting to get a lot of band We've done. Caps are done. Bucket hats now, which are here. You know, we've got, got, oh, got the keys. We've got food. bucket hats and stuff now as well. So, so you know, we're kind of yeah, expanding what we're doing. You know, slowly. Like if someone said to you, "Here's a million quid, go do what you want with it." Oh, we'd be we'd laughing. Be sorted. You know, yeah. We've also kind of launched a brand in the uh, kind of a hard economical time. Uh, yeah, literally. So it's, uh, yeah, there's a few things that kind of 
have made it harder, haven't they? But yeah, we've 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 like like I said, we've we've slogged it to own. We've, we've everything we've done has been off his own pocket. You know, we haven't had it like yeah. off any, anybody. Like we, me and Joe have literally like put our own money into it. Just skin to the self, literally like skin to the last. Yeah, some months. Like we'll, we'll, me and Joe will just put a couple of hundred quid in, like every month, just for keep it ticking over for ads. And if, mm-hmm. if like it hasn't quite covered the amount for the for the prints or whatever, we'll we'll constantly try and keep the the brand so we aren't going to be on its horse, so we can keep on doing it. Like because after all this, all we want to do is just pin some cool shirts. Like that's that's yeah. the the idea. What we started it out as is. You know, we want some cool T-shirts for wear, and and people are enjoying it. So the only way we can keep it afloat at the moment is if, you know, if if some some of the designs aren't coming through, and we're like, fucking know, a couple hundred quid shorty, we've got to go. Wow, we we, we just have to put yeah, it to ourselves. Like, like. pre-orders stuff like that. Fuck it, you know, so, it's coming out of our pocket, but we do have to do that. Then because I, you know, if you print it, we we don't skimp out on anything. No, you know, we pay decent yeah. money. Mm. But, prints and yeah some of the t-shirts cost hundreds more than other ones because the designs are complicated but we never think right this t-shirt is going to cost us x amount so this needs to be 40 quid yeah and then this yeah. one be 30. it's always the same price it's the same price at the moment anything we make on it goes straight back into like, we're not yeah there's, we're not putting any money there's nothing the going in as, no there's nothing going in as pockets it's all going towards the, literally the next drop or the next two mm-hmm. if we more marketing, more ads. More ads, more yeah. marketing. Because we, we obviously want to just grow the business. That's that's the, the goal, like. Yeah. yeah. So on kind of just on that then, is there any reason why you decided to kind of go down the screen printing route in particular rather than because the I mean, let's face it, the easy option would be to have gone down a drop shipping route and there's yep. no risk to you guys. Why um, did you go down that route? We've had t-shirts before, I've paid 40 quid for a long sleeve, it's coming, I've just thrown it away because it's been shit. You're like, you or watch it once, you watch it once start it comes off. fucking falling off. So you know we've you've had that band stuff before, yeah, and you're like yeah. because until I'd done this, I'd never done anything for print. Um, I've done everything you know design wise, but I'd never actually put anything on a t-shirt. Yeah. So it was a learning process for me anyway to kind of be like, right, I've got this design. How do I even get it from being on my screen to being on a shirt? So I'm kind of getting better with it. But yeah, it's we just we're not fans of it are we like that yeah. nice feel and i think screen printing always gives up because you know like i said like you, you do lose detail on it but yeah. adds to the look of it adds to the feel of it you know you can you can wash wash one of our t-shirts 20 Another, times yeah it looks fine yeah. i had one not long ago and i literally washed it once and it pretty much fell apart yeah and that was a direct garment one so well that's the thing i mean a decent screen print will outlast the garment Oh yeah, 100%. oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, and as the age as well, they look cool when they age. Yeah, I've, I've there's like screen printed tees from like ten years ago. Like I've got yeah. stuff screen printed. Yeah. It looks sick. Ten years old. It's cracked, mm. but it it looks. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, we don't, we're not like I said before, we're not in it to make quick money. If we wanted to, we could do easy. Like I hate it when brands literally just put like the most simple shit on a t-shirt and sell it for sixty quid. Like it just. <laughs> Like, I've seen it so many times before, and it's just yeah. like, you know, like for the hoodies, we, we've gone and got them embroidered because it's kind of, you know, we, we want them to, to last again, just do something, and they, they just fall apart after a wash. You know? So We've had them embroidered. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like, it's it's just a decision we we didn't even consider anything else. Did we? It was just, no. we're getting them screen printed. Where where can we get them done? Yeah. So, 
that was that one. Yeah. And obviously, yeah, so. like you said, it's like we we don't want skin bolting either. We we want yeah. people we want people to get the design and the shirt and be like, that's fucking sick. That's like yeah. that. That's what they paid for. They've gone. I've I've got more for my money than I expected. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They, you know, we could probably sell our shirts at 40, 50 quid, but oh, we, yeah. we don't, you know, we, like I said, we're not really doing it for the for money. The money. We're doing it because it's like, here's a six shirt. It, mm-hmm. You're getting more than a 30 quid shirt, so go buy it because it's sick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no screen print is sick. I'd never go, never yeah. go away from it. It's a way. So would you ever, would you ever bring the screen print in house or would you, or were you happy outsourcing it? I think happy outsourcing it. I think, yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, in the moment, in the yeah. moment, yeah, because obviously both full time, like yeah, working and working. banding and whatever else and yeah. stuff. But, but we have said that, like, if it got to the point where we were making money and it was like, wow, like you know, we could actually do this and set it up full time for both of us, it'd probably be something we'd look into because it, it, again, it's like the, another thing that we always said is like, imagine if we could do this and just not have to do a day job, and this was our day yeah. job. That would be like that's the fucking dream. That's the sickest thing ever. So it's not something that we'd like say. Oh, you know, we'll always get it done out of house because if we ever got to the point where we could actually get up and running and be like doing it ourselves, and yeah, I'd fucking love to do that a hundred percent. I'd much mm. rather printing a t-shirt than welding what I do now. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enough. They're probably about as difficult as each other, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> probably all. Right. I'm, uh, to be honest, like, I mean, your stuff is really detailed, but I'm surprised you've said that people turn kind of turn the work away. Yeah. Yeah. First, I'm first, genuinely quite surprised at that. First person was like, not printing anything that complicated before. Yeah. You know, we, we need to do test prints on it, see how it comes out. I'm sure you're fucking out like. It, the first, you know, first investment of us, we think, fucking out this couple match chest. Yeah. And then we probably dead good t shirts with a set design, set branding everywhere, and then they come back and we're like a toilet, toilet roll. Yeah. So he <laughs> just instantly put us off, didn't he? Yeah. And then, and then like, the I'm friends with. Well, this t shirt's printed by the same people yeah. as Yeah. So, so and, and the guitarist, up, didn't the guitarist on Dead Arts, Dom. Basically, was like, why don't you just go to Roy, and he'll fucking sort you out whatever you want on the shirt. He'll literally do it. So, Joe just sent him it over, and he was just like, yeah, so I'm piece of piss, I was sorted. Like, oh. That was it. <coughs> no, no, I'll have to try this. I'll try that. He was just like, yeah, that's it. What colours you want? That this is it. Both done. Sound. Yeah. And then we've just been with Roy ever since because it's just simple. Lad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like I said, he, he doesn't say no to a challenge. So. Fair enough. He's a good lad. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously, we've touched on a few different points, and we've kind of touched on if you, if you had a, if you had a million dollars, right? But so, if you could add anything you wanted to your business, whether it be cash injection, whether it be adding a member of staff, new equipment, expertise, whatever. What would you go with? What would you go with to kind of give yourselves a major fucking boost? Time, money, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. yeah. Like how it. much we talk? How much we talking? Five. Well, Rube's writing a check. So. <laughs> 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 
No, like, no, we, we, I don't know. We it, like, it, it would be meant if someone said Asian money, but at the same time, I know you're all the same. We'd rather go and do it and grind a ball, like fucking yeah. draft for it, and be but, beans for a week to be able to get it where we need it. But it's just, but it's, it's whatever. If somebody come in and went, if someone come in and went, you know what? What you're doing is like sick. I'm like gonna put in this money and say anything, anything from if it, if they went, well, we'll pay for the next drop or we'll give you a thousand pound or someone come to us and went, uh, I want so much shares in the company, but I'm going to give you 500,000 pounds. We'd be like, sick. For somebody to, to, to give up 50%, how much would, how much would you have to settle for? Like nothing short, talking like a grand figure. Because again, no one's doing this and no one's doing this. I don't, yeah. Both from like, mm. it's, our backgrounds are both like working class aren't yeah. so it's kind of we don't everything we do we've seen people do stuff and they've had like a lot of help and we've looked at it and thought I don't know like I'd yeah. rather do it on my own like I'd rather yeah. I'd literally rather eating beans there's been times when me and Scott are like I'm fucking skinned skin all the time yeah. like mm. you know but we'd rather do it like that and have something that's us than be something that's just a corporate fucking yeah. so yeah, I mean that's that was the thing when we started the pod. It's it's kind of I think we mentioned that on the last episode with Darren and kind of said that it is probably harder than what we originally thought it was going to be to find brands that we wanted to speak to. Yeah, because we wanted to speak to people who have got fucking skin in the game. Yeah, you know who've like done it off their own fucking backs and really put like a load of fucking work in. Yeah. and like there's so many brands out there that both of us have found and gone oh hang on they're just doing fucking drop shipping yeah, yeah that's it and it's like and it's you know it's it, when i say that it is really fucking disappointing yeah. because it's like these brands would be so much better if they were done this way yeah, yeah. because when you're running a brand in 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 that way the whole drop shipping thing and everything you're not even fucking seeing the product that the customers receiving not literally, really, we'll, we'll, which to me is just so alien. But like, I yeah. hand pull all my fucking shirts, as does Rue. Like you guys obviously outsource them, but they're coming to you and you're shipping them out to your customers. So you're actually getting a fucking hold the garment, look at the fucking yeah. print. I'll literally be sitting on my bed and my mum be like, right, I'm going to give you one of these t shirts because I'm just uh, sweating my deck off. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a brew, but yeah, I'll sit down. Literally, it's like we'll get home. Like me and Scott both were, you know, like long days and shit. Like Scott's got band stuff kids i do freelance stuff outside of work and stuff so it's you know the long days and then we'll get back think right i've got to send 50 yeah 50 t-shirts <laughs> yeah. off or it's like even even when we have the days where like we sell a couple of the, the older ones it's like it's i'll get up at like an hour early to go and pack them to yeah. take them to the post office dinner time to send them like today i've, I've took four to the post office on my dinner so i've had a dinner today i've just gone to the post office and done that yeah yeah we'll get the shit rather than saying yeah, I'll get it fucking whenever, and then yeah. they just arrive. Like you know, we we've had people before chasing up orders and stuff, and it's like fucking. I were literally two lads with trying to fucking like run it, or you know, yeah. we've had people asking pre-order. It's like, oh, I didn't know it was pre-order. Can I mean, money back? I'm thinking, fucking hell, like you, you, it's just I don't know. Like I wouldn't ever do that. No. Like you know, say oh, no, I'll wait, wait, run everything out your own pocket. Like it's fucking mad. Yeah, it's baffling to us. But some people are just some people are too used to ASOS, aren't they? They're too mm-hmm. used to online and getting something the next day. Like yeah, yeah. you're like orders and then go, oh, where's my top? Like three days later, and you're like, oh, like 
it's a pre-order of like three weeks like and you're not going to get it in three weeks and either it'll be like and probably another three weeks after the you know what i mean it's like it doesn't yeah. just happen for us like i said we aren't doing it just like you know we're having to get somebody else we're always doing it <clears throat> the printing so well like i said people will people always message you can't even we see like mm. other other brands who yeah, are always we, putting up on the stories like don't forget this is a pre-order basis and you will order this and this and it's like i said to joe I said, so it isn't just us but like, people mm. are no. every brand so Some people, I, I suppose that's the thing though with with you guys is because you're you've kind of set the precedent now where you're doing everything on a pre-order yeah so it's kind of like when people are coming to you they're going to know that's what the fucking score is yeah, you know, it's like we we've had it because we I think we very rarely do pre-orders. I only ever do them when I get fucking overly excited about a design and I'm like, I'm gonna get this up on the site now and like tell everybody it's a pre-order and you get orders in and people are like, Oh, it's been like a week, where's my t-shirt? Yeah. And it's like it's it's not even fucking printed yet. Yeah, yeah. A lot like, of people, 99% of them know the score by now. Yeah, you know, yeah. I think they like because I said to you before, I feel like I've ordered t-shirts. And then two months later, been like, well, fucking hell, this parcel I've had. And yeah. I forgot, I said, this is fucking mental. Yeah, I, I ordered yeah. um, a Stranger Things one not too long ago, and it came. I was like, fucking hell, this. I didn't yeah. even know I've ordered it. And I opened it, I was like, <laughs> I, yeah, I do that all the time. I like that. Yeah. Kind of, I think the problem with now is like, people are too too reliant on people like Amazon, ASOS. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you both are fucking yeah. so anti any of that shit. It's yeah. unreal, isn't it? You can't get cool shit off stuff like that. It, you just, it just doesn't happen, does it? Like, you don't get cool mm. stuff off like ASOS and that. Like, you're not going to go on ASOS and get a fucking sick long sleeve with the Zodiac Killer on, like, at all, ever. Yeah. I mean, so... But you're not also going to go on ASOS and get, like, like some of the companies who, like, we fly by enough, like... I've just bought a, off a Blood, Blood Alter, um, the Alice in Chains thing that they did, because I'm like, you know, me and Joe are both massive fans of Alice in Chains, and instantly, as soon as I saw that, I was like, I've got to have it. Like, it's mm. fucking sick. So, you know, it's like, but you, these people who just rush in and buy these things off like ASOS, you're not, you're not getting quality, uh, in my mm. opinion, like ever. Well, it is fast fashion culture, though, as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, very. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, buy it where it wants, throw it away. Yeah. All the time they buy it and it ends up on fucking Depop or whatever the week after. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, I've yeah. got like stuff that I've ordered off other companies like Oasis stuff and you know whatever X Files clothes and that, and I've still still got them now. So um, now all the time. So whereas just if you got someone's off ASOS, it's just a fucking long sleeve. You just end up going well, I'll wear that, and then the next thing it's in a in charity bag. So yeah. it's kind of always like looked at ASOS is is it's that. It's that store you go to at the last minute. Like, yeah. if you're like, shit, I need something to wear, like, now, you go to ASOS. Like, you don't go there to patch <laughs> shop. No, no. That's no. just my, that's my. Yeah. I think we buy, most things we buy from, like, you know, like, before we even started this up, I was buying shit from Hell on Shirts. Yeah, and stuff Hell on Shirts. Them, but, yeah. like, Hell on Shirts, Bloody Altar, kind of, them boys, like, the the stuff's sick. The hood bats. Yeah, hood bats yeah. is sick. Like, you know, we, we love all that kind of stuff, and, that's one thing I will say about what we've loved about doing it about this. Like every, everyone's so supportive in the yeah. kind of scene. Like we've we obviously both come from the music industry. Where everyone's just usually a balland, you know. And yeah. it's, it's, it's true. Everyone's so cutthroat and like no one supports each other. No. To be like you know we we 
dropped her first shirt and we had Helen shirts set her in it with like forty K followers. Yeah. And it's like fucking on like people like And then now like we like talk we always talk to like bloody ultra Helen shirts, hood, like, hood bats. you know, hood bats, like yeah. they message us as well. So it's like it's sick, you know, it's so we've we've been doing this since like March, April time. So to be in with them boys already is is fucking sick. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're, sick. they're the top of the pack they are, and it's just everyone's yeah, they're sick. Yeah. Yeah. Like we we like when we first started getting into, we were like Hood Batch was like the one that we were like fucking because like, obviously they did a, a like a massive uh, Charles Manson drop yeah. in the and we were like fucking sick yeah. like that was like one of the like brands we were looking at and just going like they fucking that that is like the coolest shit ever yeah like so yeah they were fucking sick but like I said being being able to be like in this scene of like all these brands and these brands also now looking at us and going well you know if you like uh, serial, serial killers and stuff, go check out um, Wet Wired. And that's fucking mm. cool. And like, when we put new stuff up, you like, you share it. And we're like, fucking oh, this is mental. You know, so, well, like I said, like Jojo said, but when you're like in a band, it's like not, you know, other than like people who are close to you, but then people are just like cutthroat and they don't want you to be fucking stepping on your, on the toes. So, yeah. And they're going into this and feeling the love of fucking so many people. It's like this is sick. This is like, and it's and it makes it easier as well. Makes it easier mm-hmm. that or like, oh, you know, it, it is a bit of something for help you out or whatever. Like so, it's fucking sick. It's such a nice community. Yeah, it's no, it's genuinely really fucking cool. You found like a really supportive niche as well because it's, I mean, in the kind of stuff that me and Ruby do, and like the whole tattoo-inspired shit and all that. Like, I think we're both branching off into slightly different areas, yeah. And yeah. it's been going that way for a little while now. Um, but it's, I think, because we're both built our audiences based off that. Like yeah. All tattoo-inspired, the traditional tattoo-inspired stuff. I can't just suddenly go, oh yeah, we're doing this now, sort of thing. So we're just yeah. going to fucking alienate people. So it's kind of making that gradual transition over because I've I've not lost the love for that sort of thing, but it's just it's just been fucking done to death. And I'm just yeah. a bit like, I'm fed up of fucking drawing it, <laughs> you know? Like, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's really cool that you found a supportive niche because I think the, the niche that we're in isn't necessarily always like that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's quite bitchy. We've had a couple of big brands going after us for yeah. no reason whatsoever, and just getting a bit nasty. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're all here for the same thing, like you know, to create awesome, awesome merch, and you know, awesome merch, yeah, fuck awesome, fuck awesome merch, merch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck them, <laughs> fuck those guys, fuck those yeah. guys, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I, I that wasn't. A, <laughs> that genuinely wasn't a dig at them in the. T- bringing that into it it was uh just awesome awesome but awesome clothing for uh for awesome people is what i meant but yeah no it's, it's really really fucking cool um so what's the what's your kind of like stock situation at the minute and then you kind of based at home still or where is it yeah out of bedrooms turns up we package it up and then whatever's left it just <clears throat> stays in and then we do like like, yeah, we do a couple of, you know, if we've got like only limited <clears throat> sizes, we'll whack them down price wise. But yeah, we try, we're trying not to get rid of too much stuff because we've got Comic Con, like I said. So we don't want to go there and be like, right, we've got five t shirts, who wants them? Yeah. <laughs> 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 
we're there for three days and we've got three days, five t-shirts. <laughs> um, but no, you know, we're looking at getting more, investing in more before Comic-Con, but I think we're going to do a Comic-Con specific design. Yeah. yeah. You, nice. There'll be leftovers if there's any left on store afterwards, but, you know, I, instantly when it was said about Comic-Con, I said it'd be cool to do a design that's just, just mm. for the, you know what I mean? It's kind of people supporting us at this in the brand can say, well, I got this when they were at Comic-Con, Comic-Con for this yeah. year, you know, because we've had that a lot so far, you know, people are, people are happy they got the designs, they have everyone saying, oh, I wish I got the Heaven's Gate one, or I wish I got this one. So, you know, we, we kind of want to keep it limited still, we do want to keep it, so it's, you've got to get it when you, when the pre-orders are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, stock-wise, we, yeah, literally in a bedroom. Literally just as in a box in the bedroom. Yeah, that's it. Like I say, mm-hmm. whatever doesn't sell, it's just, we just like say put it to one side or if someone messages and says I missed out on this would you do any reprints you just say well what size do you want and if they got it you can you know there you go sir so yeah. nice. but we haven't got mountains of stuff <coughs> we wish we had we wish we had so if anyone put 50 grand into the <laughs> company then get your checkbook out Rube yeah <laughs> on it <laughs> So no, you'll what's... get there. We've done a really fucking good job. You'll get there in no time. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Ditto. Ditto. Thank you. Um, what? Uh, so what? Obviously, I've had, we've touched on a lot of like you know your achievements and stuff because it's obviously gone very quickly. Yeah. Um, from when you launched, have you got a proudest moment? Uh, Zodiac. Yeah. Signing that first Zodiac. Having to make a post saying Zodiac sold out and like, posting it up. Like after only being a brand for like three months. That's insane. That, yeah. that was like when we were both like, holy shit, we've sold out. We've, we've like, because at that point we were doing it as like, it was 50 and, you know, whatever. It was like so many sizes of each, but it was a it was a drop to 50. So we hit mm-hmm. 50. Like that's, that was crazy. We were just like, holy shit, we've sold out. Yeah. Like we've been a yeah, brand. Putting that Zodiac sold out post up on Instagram. Yeah, was like, all, cool. all a thousand followers on Instagram is yeah. a good one because, you know, Instagram is just fucked nowadays. I, I wish yeah. we started years ago in yeah. COVID when it, you know, Honestly. It's, 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 you know, doing this in my day job, I know how hard it is to build a brand up nowadays. Like it's fucking ridiculously hard. Unless you're literally throwing 100 quid in a day on ads. You know, you're not getting nothing. No one sees your stuff anymore. No. You know, we've got nearly 1,300 followers and perhaps 100 or see a story. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're building a brand up in the hope that people still see it even after they followed you. But yeah, getting yeah. that pretty, yeah. pretty big because it was a, you know, it's the first real milestone. I think people start taking you serious at that kind of number. Yeah. All that they might look at you. You know, am I going to get my shirt? Is it even? yeah is it gonna last legit is it gonna yeah. last whereas i think when you've got that audience and you know people are sharing your shit on the stories and tagging you it's yeah it's sick but yeah i think zodiac for me would be the one because it just i couldn't believe i had to make a, a mock-up post saying zodiac sold out not it's all yeah. that so literally one day at work i was sitting there I was like my phone was just going for five minutes like new order new order and i was thinking message you. And i was like right. we sold fucking like 12 shirts today yeah. i was like it's just crazy which for or was it even now is like good going, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah, good going. It's good. Fucking mad. It, it flew out. I think it took like two and a half weeks. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't long that we we literally was like 
because obviously once it said sold out, people <laughs> were messaging saying, I want, I want mine. Can, can, get can, 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 can you do, are you going to do another reprint? And then it was like, we went away for a week and we were like, we're going to have to do another reprint because people were like, saying, still like, passionate. Yeah. Have you got any more? When's the reprint? Yeah. Are you going to do it? And we were like, we're stupid not do it. Because like I said, it, that's the one that built the brand up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Zodiac was definitely the, the prowess so far. So, so do, thank, do you think Zodiac killer? Thank you. Big up Zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you'd kind of do that again then? Obviously, you know, you're kind of doing it in the limited batches. Like if you had another design that was super popular, yeah, would you do? Probably try and do another design. Yeah. I just think that first design, we'd fucking. Yeah. I remember sending it. Like that's fucking, that's fucking I was just like, yeah, that's fucking the nail on the head. But like you said, if we did another one, maybe change it a little bit, you know, change colours or maybe, maybe yeah. change yeah. it, invert it the colour. Because I had an idea of like inverting colours so you could do like the way it was it's wide. still the same design design, but you know, we could have like a purple zodiac one instead of a red or mm-hmm. do different colourways or something like that. But or maybe change the design slightly so it's not the same as the original one. It's still mostly the same, but maybe it's got like a something that so you know it's almost like the second batch. Yeah, like a follow-up sort of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was I, got... I just don't think you could do better than that Zodiac design on that one. That's the yeah. thing. I think like that was the one. It just looks sick on people. Like you see it now, and you're like fucking hell. Like there's loads yeah. of details on it we put in like behind because obviously that was the original sketch of Zodiac, and a lot of the t-shirts normally. If they've used that sketch, we've just got the full thing. Yeah. Whereas we just use a head. And then behind him, we've got loads of his symbols that spell Zodiac out. That's a detail yeah. that not many people no, have noticed. Have noticed. Mm. The, the symbols behind him spell Zodiac in his, in his in cipher. His cipher. Um, you know, there's loads of little things in that that I think people like. I think that's what people like. They get the design because they can't always see what it is mm. on get it and like, oh, fuck, I didn't know it had. This, well, like someone was like, "Why are the words spelt wrong?" And yeah, they're in red. And that's because we highlighted the words. Yeah, well, somebody, somebody, wrong. somebody yeah. actually messaged and said, "There's a spelling uh, mistake." Did you know that all the, the the writing on the sleeve has got spelling mistakes? And then we were like, "Yeah, it's it's like that's why he wrote it. He wrote it with spelling mistakes in." So if you look on the sleeve print, it's got what he wrote in, the, in the side. In the bits in red are in. It, the bits in red were all misspelled, but he actually wrote the cipher with misspellings in. Whether he did it intentional to throw the police off or whatever, but that's how it was. So that was like, cool. when people like oh, you you misspot this one. We're like, no, we haven't. It's how does it off grammar police? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of it was kind of like I was kind of gutted that we couldn't do the same with Dharma because obviously Zodiac was so good. We were like, we were pretty sure that Dharma was going to be like. As good as Zodiac, which I still think it would have sold as good as Zodiac if we didn't get, if we didn't get so much. Like we didn't really get any hate with Dharma. That was what was fucking yeah, weird. We had one comment. We had one comment. We whereas, had hundreds for Zodiac. Yeah, like Zodiac was like like every like when we did that ad for Zodiac, there was so many people I had 10 like comments not. Yeah, because people were like going like fucking like hate and blah 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 blah. And then when we did Dharma, I, I messaged no. Joe and I was like, "Isn't it strange that like?" And bearing in mind, Dharma killed like. 34 you know young men it, mm. it, like it was like and zodiac only really killed like six, six people seven, yeah you know mm. even though he said he killed more the only actually knew of like six or seven people that he killed whereas dormant openly admitted that he killed 
34 people and, and not and in bad ways it, yeah you know shot and like you know, there's not mm. there's not a good way to kill anybody but like you know zodiac went in boom, shot him or stabbed him and they were dead whereas like dharma was like doing all this mad shit with him cutting him open acid and, in the brain and yeah and, and, no and, no, and nothing we didn't we had one comment I've heard, sorry, I've heard of that guy before. Sorry, it's just sort of clicked now when you said about acid in the brain. I'm like, shit, I swear I've listened to podcasts about this guy. Yeah, yeah. But like I said, we, but that was why I was more gutted because of the fact that we couldn't get the 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 people to see the Dharma, the Dharma design as much as the Zodiac, which yeah. was like, I was I was sure that it was going to be like, I was like, this is going to sell out like Zodiac. It'll be... We'll have to have this reprinted. It'll be fucking sick, which I definitely think it would have done if we hadn't been flagged so much for it. Mm. So I was I was gutted about that, really, to be honest. So, well, um, random one. What did you think to the Zodiac film? I know it was obviously released oh, the time ago. But... Yeah, it's, I think it's a bit long at the end. I think the first bit's the best yeah. bit, like when it's actually showing these killings and stuff. I think it did drag on a bit, but yeah, it was a good film. I mean... but. It's, there's not many films that no. do go into this kind of stuff. So, you know. but in real life, Zodiac actually did drag it on because he didn't he didn't kill anybody for like the last ten years of when he was still taunting the police. Even though he said mm. he did, no, they never found any bodies yeah. for the last ten years of him taunting the police. He was still sending letters and still mm. like doing that. So in the film, they kind of did say exactly how he was. I think in the end, like the police were just like, well, you know, he, he's still sending letters, but he's not actually doing anything. Mm. Um, what was that? What was that one? Um, fairly recent one. That one with Zach Efron. Was that Ted Bundy? Yeah, that was Ted Bundy. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen, I haven't seen that. What one, Bundy? No, no I yeah, seen I've that. seen that. It's a good film. Again, it's worth watching. Yeah, it's well worth watching. Yeah, it's that good because it's it's really good because it actually plays it, it like all the way through the film. You're like, you know what? He could be innocent because they don't actually mention him as being a killer or anything. It's well, like. Right. It's more the point of him just standing up for himself in court, and they are like saying, like you know, it was you, and he's like, no, 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 blah, blah, blah. So he goes through all the film of him, and you don't actually see him kill anybody all the way through the film, and right. then, and then right at the end, like because he didn't actually admit it until he was like the day before he got uh, sentenced to death. Did, didn't he blame it all on? Didn't Ted Bundy blame it all on pornography? Pornography. Yeah, it all on porn. Yeah, literally. <laughs> He blamed those crazy things to you, don't it? Yeah, he he literally blamed the whole thing on Paul. Anyway. That shit. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. out, Rube. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, I've got hairy palms. I don't want to kill anyone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, but, yeah, it's a wild good film. Watch. Like I said, it's, it's, like I said, they're doing it's, a dog. He's just not the actor I would have kind of. Well, that's for a serial killer I, film. It's just, I just want to say, I he's, really he's a Disney boy. Like, you know. <laughs> See, I really like that though, because Ted Bundy was like handsome and charismatic and all that sort of stuff. And that's exactly what Zac Efron is, isn't it? Yeah, but when I think of Zac Efron, I just think of fucking high school musical. Oh, no, of course you do, but that's why he's a good fit <laughs> as Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. like, didn't make a shit Batman and he was sick. Yeah, he was sick. You know, don't yeah. give it to boys you know he, he was in twilight and everyone was like oh patterson oh batman no work. and then he come out and he was like in my opinion he was like the best one since um uh, michael keaton mm. so yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah really. I, it's a bit i, I, admit, I, I haven't watched batman it. Yet, guys. my, my favorite my Sorry. favorite is michael keaton followed yeah. by christian bale but i haven't seen the patterson one so 
Uh, no, especially again if you like stuff like Zodiac because Riddler is pretty much Zodiac killer. Zodiac killer. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, so we do, and it just watch films on all, yeah. the shit all day because it's you know be, that's how often the designs come up where it's like I'll be like right we need to do Zodiac and then we do it all. Scott will be like right we need to do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Wanted to do Heaven's Gate, dead bad, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. You're saying you pestered me for fucking yeah. like a month, like we need to do Heaven's Gate, we need to do Heaven's Gate, mm. and then like you know, men, yeah, it was like sick. people love that design, so yeah. But there's there's loads there's loads of there's loads of other people who who we want to do. There's loads like like there's like uh, we well, I, I know you do. I really want to do Ted K. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, Ted yeah, Ted Kaczynski, the Unibomber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. that, that's probably going to be in there. And uh, there was like, like we've got Bigfoot we want to do at some yeah. point, whether I'll change the design or not. Yeah. But there's like the thing is with this shit, it's endless. There's, yeah. there's no yeah. real there is, got a huge catalog. Uh... UFO stuff, I'm getting more people into it. Like, yeah. you know, Jordan well, Peele's film, Nope, is like, I, I've seen Nope, but it's like good, but it's making a lot of people like aware, aware of like UFO stuff and going looking. You know, Netflix have just dropped Dharma documentary film. So, and when also that comes out that'll do a good bit yeah. for us. So. And also you've got like like people like uh, Jeremy Corbell who's like doing like loads for the UFO community at the moment. So he's like he did a documentary with Bob Lazar, who's like the guy who worked it. Yeah, like, yeah. Area. Okay. Yeah, he was like you know, he, he's the the proof of saying that there was aliens and you know, he was like his job was he was reverse engineering alien technology. Do you think the whole thing with Bob Lazar was actually? Do you think he actually worked at Area Fifty One, or do you think he was chatting shit? I think he did. Yeah, well, I was it's quite convincing, isn't it? Start of what happened with Bob Lazar is they didn't admit he worked there until basically they came out with proof that he did. Then they said, "Oh yeah, he did." Yeah. So for ages they were trying to cover up the fact that he even worked there. Like he, they even actually said that he didn't go to yeah. uh, university, Uni- didn't they? Yeah, yeah people were like, "Well, like, these records here, we can go to uni." So what yeah. do you mean? It was only until people came out and said got proof that he went to here, did this, did this that you said he didn't. That they were like, "Oh yeah, he did." Well, it, there's right. a there's a there's a channel that uh, a YouTube channel. I can't think what it's called now, but you know when Bob Lazar did the Joe Rogan show. Yes. Well, he there's there's a channel where it's a guy who basically does like to see if people are, are like telling the truth. Okay. So, so he like. He like watches the video watches about it, talking and, and, that shit, and he it? was basically saying that if Bob Lazar is lying, <laughs> he's the best he's liar the best on the liar. planet. He's like he was like can't actually tell like he he's he basically said that if he's lying, he's he's the best liar on the planet. Every detail he's ever brought out has always been, been true. Like it's it, the same in no matter what interview, which yeah. is normally where they fuck up. Normally it's like oh this happened, but then ten years later the story will slightly change. He's always been consistent. Yeah. No, he's, he's always never said d- what's happened has been the same. Yeah. He's had his drawings that have been confirmed. Yeah. They've confirmed he worked there now. Yeah. And it's like, wow. well, you know, it's like I said, the most telling part was the fact they tried to cover up who worked there for years. Yeah. Until it was like almost the point where everyone knew who he was and yeah. knew. And then it's like, well, we can't cover it up anymore because everyone knows who he is. Yeah. I mean, even even during when he was on the documentary with Jeremy Corbell, the FBI raided his like where he works is yeah. uh, you know after this this element one what is it one one five yeah so <laughs> they were so even then they were still you know after him for that like but it's the same as it's the same as the Travis Walton thing like again he he was abducted in the seventies and his story has never changed since that yeah. 
the There's radiations on the trees that yeah. said he got abducted by, and they only discovered that years later when they went back and was like, actually, you know, the Gaga count was going off. There's something did happen well, there was, that involves radiation. He said like the plantation didn't grow like in this one spot of like the, the woods in Arizona where he was abducted. So, wow. and but the, the the whole crew uh, that was with Travis Walton. They've all done multiple lie detectors, lie detectors yeah. and they've all passed. Like every every person in that logging crew, they've all passed these lie detectors. Like so. So to to change the subject slightly, but keep on about lie detectors. Um, what what do you think about Tom DeLong? Like, do you, do you think he, do you think anything that he's saying is? I don't know what he's saying. It, it's. Well, you can't, you can't not the guy. He's, he's what he's telling people is, you know, it's the same as Bob Lazar, isn't it? He's t he's telling people the shit that he's, you know, he's he's obviously knows people who are high up in in the UFO community, and you know, he said that he's got he's got proof that that the the real and stuff, and he he was that convinced that he, he pretty much fucking left Blink One Eighty Two to basically pursue mm -hmm. trying to tell people that fucking aliens are real. That was one mm -hmm. of the reasons. See, the only reason why I sort of went with the whole Tom DeLong thing, but the only reason why I question it is because I watched, I, I can't remember who it was with, but I watched an interview of somebody completely discrediting him. Okay. Um, and it was just saying about how, um, I mean, I don't know anything off the top of my head. I just sort of, you know, I've seen it a few times. Um, and there was somebody that Tom DeLong met. Uh, it was something like he heard something and then was flown out to have a meeting with somebody. Um, Apparently, all that, uh, and, he, and he was told loads of stuff about Area 51, about certain things do exist and stuff like that. And I watched um, a documentary on somebody recently that, that was like, Yeah, that was all set up. Somebody was supposed to go meet Tom to tell him loads of shit. And always like, Do you believe? Because we always say, Whenever we do anything, do you believe? Do you believe? That's the end I put on every blog, it's do you believe? And yeah. it's like, It's like, it's like going back to Heaven's Gate. It's like, Did they go on a UFO behind Hale Bob Comics? Nobody fucking knows it because that was the mm. whole. Of the 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 journey of what they were trying to achieve was they were going to, to a, a a higher level of mm. you know and and the whole thing was they killed the self and the only way that they could get onto the spacecraft was in a soul form they mm. couldn't get and you know and a, a, a lot of people probably think that it was like you know oh they just committed suicide but nobody knows no one knows, no one knows the truth there's a lot of stuff out there that like probably isn't real but it makes the more credible stuff more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like, we've always said, haven't we, there's some stuff we'll probably end up doing that's like, you know, if we did Loch Ness, Loch Ness is pretty much proven to be fake now. Fake, pretty much. But it's it's the whole idea behind Loch Ness and the legend of it. It's kind of more, I find it more interesting. I've always found shit like, we can't yeah. explain it. Like, yeah. the Enfield haunting and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. Dead End and the Rain Warren were, Con artists, con artists but... other people don't dare touch Annabelle because they say that it's going to kill you. Do you? Mm. Sorry, can I just say, can I just say on that because I absolutely fucking um, love the Enfield haunting. I, I really like it. I want to say two things. First of all, um, the what was the film? Was it The Conjuring? The second one. Yeah, yeah. the second one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they fucking butchered that, didn't they? Thing. They really fucked but, the story up. They're, they're not on on like they're not there to be like factual, are they? It's just like no. So it's kind of, you know, like the Annabelle doll in real life is a raggedy Ann in, in the film. The movie yeah. Terrifying. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, it's just based on it. But like the actual Enfield haunting case is quite interesting because there's, there's some people say it's fake. And then... Yeah. But it's just, it's so... It's like, just mental. Uh, 
it, it is, isn't it? I mean, even when you watch the footage now, it's it's like shit. That's actually nasty. Video I did have the audio from yeah, the Anfield haunting on it. And I'm like, it sounds fucking fake, but I'm like, if it's not, it's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, or when you watch the footage of because obviously there's footage of it and stuff, you know, the UFO. Um <laughs> it's footage of it and stuff. But I don't know, just anything like that is just more interesting where it's kind of adds that other layer to stuff like we both yeah. had experiences, aren't we? Yeah. Where yeah. like we can't explain shit. And I tell people oh, like go on. Go on, let's let's hear your let's hear your guys' experiences. There's the camping experience. We we went camping once. Right? We do we do we do wild camping. Me and Joe and my cousin we do a bit of wild camping where obviously you just go and just pitch a tarp up or you know and just sleep out in the woods somewhere. Yeah. One night we had a fucking experience. Yeah, it was just weird. <laughs> People actually know about this, so yeah, we'll go through it because we, you know, we we don't try and convince people of shit, do we? But no. Bear in mind, I mean, Scott, we've gone camping fucking hundreds of times. Loads of times. Done solo camps, you know, nothing really bothers us. Mm. And that went to this new spot, didn't we, which is yeah. near uh, Alton Towers, if you know where that is, because we live quite mm. Okay. So it's not. It's about five minutes away from Alton Towers. And um, it's along this old canal, and we went over this old bridge. And to the forest. I'd already scouted the area, yeah, so I was like, bear, oh, I know where we go for doing this cool spot. Uh, Joe had already been, but bearing in mind when I walked up to where we were camping, there's like this like derelict building, and I was like, that looks fucking creepy straight away. Yeah, you were so instantly I, like, this is I was like, I said to Joe, I was like, are we are we camping here? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's sound, it's sound. And I was like, okay, sound, right, <laughs> right. Lead the way. Anyway, we fucking, yeah, we set up, and um, just normal camp on it. Like, we were walking around, and there's one bit that I always think about and laugh at now because we found loads of rubbish in the woods. And obviously, when we go, we don't leave any trace of been there. So, yeah. we were joking, oh, I should leave a pentagram on the floor or something to piss them off. And, scare them. <laughs> and that's like that, that ended up buying us in the arts because we went to sleep. And I basically, like, we went to sleep as normal, didn't we? There's nothing, yeah. nothing weird about the camp or anything. We've done it. Like, so, yeah, we had a bit of food, a couple of beers, yeah, and... a couple of beers, and stuff. Went to sleep. And then, out of nowhere, like half past two, I woke up and wide awake with goosebumps and I heard this fucking twig snap and I say snap because it was ridiculously loud wasn't it yeah it wasn't <laughs> it, it wasn't was a little like it was like <clears throat> like a crack yeah, it was like and I heard it again Scott always goes to a pest don't you yeah halfway through the night so I thought it was him at first until I heard it the second time and I was like what the fuck is that because it's 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 loud whatever it was mm. I grabbed my torch and like the way I got my setup was like I just got a tarpaulin and just strapped yeah. to a tree. I couldn't see where it was. It was near a Scots temple. I couldn't see because of where the tarpaulin was. So I grabbed my torch, leaped around the tree and turned my torch on. I, I swear on my fucking dog's life, on my fucking life <laughs> and everyone, on Scott's life and everyone, there was just a fucking black silhouette just standing in the middle of the fucking thing by his tent. Like right like, over right. Everything else was lit up and I could just see basically this silhouette that was about this tall just by the uh, tent. And I said to Scott, something by tent. Scott had heard it, he was already awake. It woke Scott up as well. Well, I, I, I know you, you said, there's something There's something by your tent. So I was like, fucking, my fucking heart was like, <laughs> going through my chest. And then I just, is <laughs> there fucking like running past my Bouncing tent. Past like, I was like, bear in mind, if it had probably run into the tent, it had probably fucking squashed me. Like, I was like, what the fuck was that? It was like, it was loud. I grabbed the axe. Oh. I grabbed the axe because I was like, what the fuck is it? We didn't know what it was. 
but like where we were camped was like we were on this l- little tiny hill and then below us was like a almost like a i don't know you couldn't really get out of it because no, it, it was like weird. it was like cliffs all around it so say yeah. if it was, it'd be in that little kind it, of but it, it but you said place. it was you said it was like a full size it wasn't like a badger no, we've, we've, like we've seen badgers and stuff before yeah. we, you know we've heard like when you hear a fox in the middle of the woods it fucking scares shit out of you because it sounds like someone's screaming but it's a fox yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know we saw this thing anyway we were like what should we do we were like i was just with goosebumps like wide away like i was like mate i was like i've just seen like basically when you look at other people's reports of shadow people it's the exact that's, same that's it was like Torch wasn't going through whatever this thing was. It was just black, just black. black. We tried to make the noise, didn't we? Yeah. How loud it was. We couldn't make, we couldn't snap anything loud enough to be that loud. We were trying to snap. I was like looking for stuff on the floor. I was like, there's no footprints, there's no nothing. I was like, if it was an animal, you hear him scuttering around or stuff like that. I was like, yeah, animal. Anyway, we, we were like, fuck it, we're going home. So we, we packed up first time ever. We were like, fuck it, we're going. Yeah, sure. Drove back to mine like five minutes down the road. Yeah. And my, all my lights were on in my house. I was like, fucking hell, who's, who's up? Pulled onto the drive. And my dad was like, I knew you'd come back tonight for some reason. I just had a feeling. My dad used to work in the old copper place, which was by where we'd camp. So it used to be like, during the war and stuff, there was there was people, like, it was used to make bullets and stuff in the war. And it was made, like, copper wiring, like, phone yeah. lines. Worked there years ago, so he knows the area dead well. I was like, fucking, I told him what we saw and stuff. And it was like... So where I was at, I was like, I was over that bridge up the top of it. And he was like, I know somebody killed herself on that bridge. Oh, and shit. Fuck. I was like, you know, and he was like, they killed herself at school. And it's like, hung herself on the bridge. I was like, fuck. The bridge we'd walked over to get to where That's we were. Camp. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, don't tell me that. I was like, I'd rather not know that because it's but even, weird. And but, even still to now, I can't yeah. explain what it was. It wasn't an animal. And it's like, it was like, it was like two o'clock in the morning, so it wouldn't have even been like like kids just pissing yeah. about. And mm-hmm. because you said it was like there, and then I was like, "Well, could it have been a deer?" But then we were like, "No, because it, where could it have gone?" It couldn't have gone. And if it was an animal, we'd basically still be able to see it because it was like this. It was where we were camped. It was like a it, down into like a cauldron shape. But then around the cauldron, cauldron was like rocks, like cliff faces. So if anything was in there, we just there was only see it. There's nowhere it could have gone. There was literally one way. Out. Where we came in was the only place yeah. where it could have gone because all around us it was just like a bit of like like Joe said it was like a like a gully kind of thing so there was nowhere yeah. it was fucking weird man. it was fuck- well like. it was it was enough where we've been we've been camping in woods like loads of times fucking massive woods where and, like no one literally knows you're there like you're miles yeah. and and that's the first time we've both gone fuck it fuck this, like you know yeah. like. Not not and that never really got scared of anything like that. So we were like, you know, football. And we've you been said, You said uh sorry, I I just thought of this. Um you said like shadow people and stuff like that. I had um I've got a bit of an experience with something like that, like when I was a kid. Um yeah, yeah we'd uh me and me and my mum had just moved into this uh, this house. I'm talking like uh like twelve sort of years ago. Um and uh it was in the winter, so it was like half seven at night. It was pitch black, and we had a we had a laptop with a dongle, like so. You know, yeah. you remember when like, I used to get the internet through the dongle, yeah. um, brand new laptop. We just moved in, um, and like the house had gone dead. Like the whole, like all the you know all the lights had sort of turned off. The laptop had died, and the in- well, the internet had cut out first. And then the laptop died. I was sort of what the fuck is going on here. Um, I went downstairs into like where the where all like the fuse boxes are and stuff. Um, 
shone my phone torch, all the fuse boxes, and was sort of like, everything's on, what the fuck? Come to go back up the stairs, um, and a car goes past, and as a car goes past, like the it sort of like fills the like the hallway with light, and there was just a fucking silhouette of just like a black silhouette in the corner. Um, yeah, the more people have had these experiences, that's what I think people like about what we do. Everyone knows this shit is fucking odd. Do you know what? Like, I always would have. Um, there's a little bit left to say, um, but I mean, if I hadn't have had the if I hadn't have had the following that happened, I probably would have questioned myself on it because it's sort of like it's a fucking a non see through shadow sort of thing. <laughs> but um, I uh, our sister used to live like five minutes away, so I kind of like I was like, all right, fuck this, I'm gone. Um, but I ran out the back door, run to my sister's kind of ran in there, her, her and her uh, at the time boyfriend, now husband, was sat there, like, you know, sort of having tea and stuff. I told them this story and they were like, yeah, all right, whatever. Um, and my sister was like, what the fuck is that? Um, and there was a, like a big white feather, like sticking out my t-shirt. Um, so we were just sort of like, shit, was that like a, I don't know, yeah. that, like a, you know what I mean? Sort of like a, like a trademark, like a stamp that they've been there or <laughs> something like that. But yeah, it's it was... Um, it's when you get other people doing it, like when Scott was like, yeah, you, it, well, like there was one that was kind of similar to that, and like my nan's old elsewhere, like when I was little, I used to live there with my nan and me mum and, and my dad and stuff, hmm. and I always see someone walk across the stairs, yeah. always you see someone walk across the top of the stairs, because that was kind of the same, it used to be basically like, you used to come in through the front door, and then there was stairs straight away, yeah. and, then there's a, and at the window, like, at the back of the yard was like a, a street lamp, so it always used to shine. <laughs> used to be able to see something and I always used to see someone just block it out coming from my room to me nan's I used to fucking hate being in my room like I, I used to, <laughs> anytime I used to be in there I was, like, I was like I don't want to be in this room there's something weird about this and then when it basically at one point my nan was like ill and moved to a bungalow down the road I basically was with her and she was like we well, can get some stuff from me from from the house I got them there's people looking around the house to buy it so I went in I just said basically yeah I'm just grabbing some bits just do what you need just let yourself out when you're done and I was like, the, like, the, basically where the top of the stairs was, you went left and then into the kitchen. I was kind of like under where the stairs were and where the cupboards are. And the guys were looking around left at this point. They were already gone. And I heard footsteps clear as day from my bedroom walking across. And I forgot they'd even left. I thought it was them until mm. I kept hearing it, basically stopped above me and kept walking. I've never fucking turned around quicker. I basically got out. I never told me nan or anything until I told my dad years later. And he was like, yeah, I've seen that loads. The same oh. thing. And I found out he'd also done a Ouija board in the front room, which is made which didn't uh, <laughs> swear uh, to this day it was there was something moving the glass and none of them both know what it was. So I don't know about that bit, but it was when my dad was smiling when I was telling him about that. Because I, I didn't yeah. tell anyone for years. I didn't say anything. And he was like, Yeah, I've I've, I've seen stuff in that house as well. Um but I was like, you know, two of us have seen it. Yeah. I've heard it on multiple Fuck occasions. That. Fuck that. I had, I had one relatively similar to that last ghost story because it's fucking freaking me out now. Um, <laughs> we've, got, we've, got a, uh, we've got a UFO story. Oh, yeah, we've got, we've got all right, yeah, we, we can do UFO ones. Hang on, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll get mine in. So where, where I grew up, I'm, so I'm, I'm from Yorkshire originally. We moved over to France and uh, my parents bought this old fucking like country house sort of thing, this fucking derelict yeah. piece of shit. And uh, at this really long hallway, which basically it would have been kind of like, I guess, the servants' quarters, like back in the olden yeah. time sort of thing. So it was like three bedrooms along this hallway. And 
fucking a few times you'd open the door to walk into the hallway and you get to the end of the hallway and you'd hear footsteps behind you and it was like it was all the fucking floorboards so you could tell it was somebody walking it was like uh, uh, yeah. and you'd turn around there's fucking nothing there and it'd stop and it would be like right okay i'm going to my room and i'm fucking locking the door and i'd yep. fucking hear people walking up and down the stairs outside my room and like there's no one else fucking here my parents are away yeah. There's literally no one in the house. It's weird. And it's man. like, yeah, it's fucking just, please go to sleep, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, like alive, preferably, like, you know. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's <laughs> I've, come to the, I've come to the conclusion yeah. now that after watching Ghost Adventures with uh, Zach, Bag, uh, what's his Baggins. Name? Zach Baggins, um, that if you just be aggressive in a position where you think there's ghosts, that's like, because when you watch him on them ghost adventures, he like just starts calling the ghosts out and being like, if there's somebody here, make yourself fucking known. And fucking... That's exactly what I did. That's what exactly 14 year old me did. I was going, yeah. fuck you, you fucking C yeah. word. And just fucking shouting and just locked my door. I was like, fucking stay out, you bastard. I just didn't know what else to do. I was like, I'm just going to fucking shout. I was like, I'm not coming <laughs> out of my room. I don't need to piss. I'll piss out the window. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're, you're, I suppose, you're like big and odd until you shout at the ghost and then a chair flies at you and then you're like, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, it, knock, it knocks on the door really politely. It's like, oh shit, no. I'm out yeah. the window now. <laughs> food in the fridge yeah carry on yeah but uh, we did see uh, yeah we actually did see and there was six of us who saw yeah, there was six of us we were we were on the way to play a show in uh, leeds. in leeds uh and there was the band and then joe and we were driving towards leeds so it would have been through i don't know yeah on the big roads on, isn't it? is it like the m62 or something to leeds i'm trying to think mm, yeah. oh, m64 or something like that. yeah and uh I don't know who spotted it. We were in the back, we were in the back watching like some UFO shit. We were we? probably wa- no, we were watching at the time. We were watching um, Big Les. Oh, really? <laughs> we were watching Big Les at the time. <laughs> so we were watching Big Les, and then somebody in the front just said, it was Matty. "Yeah, I just went, what the fuck is that in the sky?" And we were just, I don't know why. What he was just like, it was just like it, it, it wasn't. Like it wasn't. Was like a disc? Like, what? It was yeah, like, a, like, like a like a silver, silver disc. Just it was on the left of the road, yeah. right? Just just sitting there, just just just, just there, just doing and nothing. We were just all sat there, like, what are we even looking and then, at? Him? And then as obviously as we got through, and then he just we just, just couldn't see just, just, just vanished. Yeah. We couldn't see, but it was just a weird because all of us in the van were all Every like we're all away. looking out the window going, That's like a disc, and it's like just hovering. And Imagine then your typical UFO. Yeah. It's yeah. like spinny fucking silver death. It was a summit like a dead hot day. Yeah. You just see it like shimmering on it as well. And then, then we just yeah just and uh didn't know where it went but like six of us saw that. So don't know. But that's the thing and it's it's the more weird it is and the more you don't know if you if you actually saw it the more interesting it is I yeah. find like you know we can't say that that thing we saw in the woods was something fucking weird but Neither of us can explain it. It was, it was, a, it was enough for makers go. No, that's that's it. Like tonight, it was enough for us, yeah. And be like, yeah, we're fucking out of these woods, or you know, like whatever I heard in that house is enough to make you think. You know, yeah. oh, I'm not staying in here. I'm going. Like, and I yeah. think people discredit it until they have something themselves. Yeah, like mm, you yeah. 
as soon as I come over, went work, like people that like some of the blokes that we were going. It was a fucking badger. It was a fucking deer, and, and mm. I was like, well, I don't know, like it was a bit weird, and people just don't want, you know, I don't know. People are like, there's two kind of people. There's people who are open to this shit, and then there's people who just, just spread it completely. Just you, could, you could literally be fucking hoisted up by a poltergeist and have um, a fucking chair logged up, and it'd be like a wind. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like some people wouldn't actually. No believe anything but, but but the thing is is those people are never going to be turned anyway so it's why no. fucking bother that's why yeah. we never I'm, I'm, that's a, my mindset has always been i'm i'm open to believing anything until i'm fucking proven wrong yeah, yeah. Absolutely. it's i haven't experienced everything no so yeah. I, I know the things that i've experienced i've got a couple more stories but this will go on until yeah. fucking midnight if all of us are doing it but it's kind of like there's enough there for me to go all right well there's fucking something there isn't there yeah. yeah, there's some of that. Blatantly. Yeah. Blatantly. And it's the same for same for everything. We did a one episode, uh, what was it, three or four with Jamie from TDP Clothing. And uh I think like we started got onto the subject of aliens, and it was kind of just like it's impossible for us to be the only fucking living creatures it, in this it, in this fucking uh, galaxy. Yeah, that's that, that's that's ever. a ridiculous thing to say yeah. that we're the only living creatures. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> arrogant as human beings to say, oh, we're the only things in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when 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 we know more about space and space's infinity than we do about something on our own planet. Like how mm. how can you say like you know yeah. <laughs> there's stuff in the sea? What people are like? Yeah, we we, we haven't explored every square foot of the fucking ocean, have we? No, no. It's like <laughs> you don't know what's fucking down there. No, exactly. That's why the, that's why the sea fucking terrifies me. The sea terrifies hey. me more than fucking aliens do. I'm the same with that. I'll I'll be over that. I'm like when it's when it's sea <laughs> and my feet can't touch that floor. I'm like I'm yeah. Done. I'm it's it's when you go under the water and you it, you look around and it's not you can't see anything. It's just infinite fucking space. I want to tell you up like, down outside. Left, right. There's nothing. We can't see anything. It was just mm. literally blue everywhere and I thought fucking hell like it doesn't matter what way you look it looks the exact same and that was yeah by Norway so that was in a tiny bit of the water imagine if you're like in the middle of the or something and you're just like it's fucking miles deep fuck that fucking fuck that no it's my no like, chance the thought of it genuinely fucking freaks me out of it it's that kind of just floating in fucking nothingness and you have absolutely zero control over your surroundings <laughs> It's like um, it's like um, like the missing people in in uh, the national parks in America, like the missing four one. I don't know if you've yeah. ever. It's like again, like what is it? People like people just thousands, going missing, like just people, people just going missing and just like like so, like there was one that I read where um, like if is it a five or six year old girl or boy yeah. went missing and then they found her her body, like. Fucking thirty miles away from where she was last seen. I found a skull, oh, somewhere, just a skull on a on a log or something. Yeah, it's like, oh, the fucking hell is that got there? It's just like what the hell? It's just uh, it's I, just too many unknown things. But that's what makes mm -hmm. wet. Well, that's it's what. Just we, like, yeah. It's just constant fuel for us to just be like, right, we're doing this. Yeah. Or, mm -hmm. You know, never. You know, people who like the shit like me and Scott and like you know you mm -hmm. two see weird things happen. Are you interested? People mm -hmm. love it. You know, yeah. so it's like a perfect thing. It's like it's it's like t-shirts based on weird shit. 
that you mm. can't always explain. No. It's just people into it massively, aren't they? Yeah, people. It's it's, it's the unknown, isn't it? People people love something that's like the macabre and unknown and a bit like out there, like you know what I mean. Like, do you like, do you think that a lot of this stuff kind of like? not necessarily the inspiration for your stuff but kind of like all the, not all of these stories but a lot of these stories kind of come from over the states way yeah um, in terms of kind of like these mythical kind of things or like these legends or whatever we always think it's mental that there's like this building on the high street where i live that are three times as old as america yeah hmm. yeah, but, yeah. That's, that's kind of what i'm getting at is it's kind of like you know, you look at the UK and the vast majority of Europe and the rest of the world is Boy, older than, than the US. Boy, it's so it's about. like, surely we kind of, like in theory, should have more stuff like that. Not that I'm saying, oh, I fucking want Bigfoot fucking wonder in Mammoth Garden. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, there's not really much over here like that. Is it because it's a fucking, uh, such a fucking massive country? It was Bigfoot, say Bigfoot was a thing. America literally wasn't habited like really to the extent it was no. today. And it's only really like 400 years old. Yeah. So over there, theoretically, you know, like there was walls, massive like walls over in England. Yeah, seven. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, not, like there could have been something fucking mad yeah. in America 500 years ago. That, like, you, you know, you never know, do you? It's just like UFOs mm. seems to be a lot of hot spots. Is it, you know, yeah. is it because it's been. Obviously, in the nineties, X Files culture, UFO kind of stuff is massive over there. Is it? Is it a lot of it made by culture? You know, like we've all, like there's one thing we've always said about wet wide. If we if we get where we want to, we're going to go Area Fifty One from Roswell, like up to the Alien Highway. Yeah, up to uh, yeah. Highway. Highway. And we've always yeah. said that. But it's like, is it is it made because it sells stuff and it gets people over there and it? Well, you've got to think talks about it or yeah, you know, you've got you've got to think like like Rachel in Nevada. Where like, mm. uh, like the the little alien and everything's to do with aliens. It's all it's like almost like a a, a town that's been branded on Area Fifty One. Yeah. Like, yeah. isn't isn't Rachel the only town within like a hundred miles or something like that? Yeah. So you think about it. Would that town be seen the tourists? It would now if it didn't make up this massive alien. Not at all. Not at all. It literally. Yeah. Just be that probably wouldn't even be inhabited by people because it's in the desert. But now it's like people traveling from all over the world go there and spend yeah. money in a shop selling alien merch. I've, yeah. I've heard quite a lot about the uh, the cafe in Rachel, about that's like you sort of get asked, it's like, you know, you go and see like, the, the new good chips, Area 51 yeah. shit, and yeah. no surprise that I see it's American. Well, the, the actual um, road, the actual road from uh, Rachel, Nevada to the gate of Area 51, it's like I think it's 19 miles long. So you've still got so you've still got going extra 19 miles from the town to there. To there. But I think it might even be further. I watched I, I, I mean I'm constantly always watching YouTube for just mad shit like that anyway. But um but like I've just said that the whole that whole area has been based on Area 51. So like that's that that town now probably gets so many people go in there just to see that. The same mm. as like when uh, the first photo of Bigfoot, the first the first yeah, one was um, yeah. I can't think which national park it was. But even still to this day, there's still people who are go there to try and find Bigfoot in that whole. Really? Town. Oh, sorry. Is it, 
Was it was it Yellowstone? Bigfoot yeah. was Yellowstone. So people still know to this day in that photo was when when was that taken? Well, look at Loch Ness. That's Loch Ness. Still the same. Yeah, Loch Ness is still the same. Rain and where that ghost photo is. Yeah. People go there for trying to snap more photos of the ghosts. And then and then like, in this country you've got Rendlesham yeah. Forest, which was like our Area Fifty One. That mm. was where the you the second the UFO landed and two soldiers. Yeah. Like had interaction with the, an alien, uh, so that's like, and people go there now to see that. So, well, we're on about, we're on about going, aren't we? Mm. We're on about going down there and doing like a little bit of a, a blog for wet wide, like just just going there and just fucking reaching about and wet wide stuff like you know. I'd love yeah. to see that from you guys. Yeah, yeah. same, same. Yeah. If you, if you do do it both, do it as fucking reels because that's what Instagram wants. Yes, yeah. do it reels. <laughs> Be real, yeah. uh, it's got to be real. Fuck the reels, <laughs> yeah. Fuck reels, man. Fuck yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, th I think as far as like what what we've tapped onto and what like we've just been saying, everybody, you know, everybody you speak to, you can say like, do you believe in ghosts? And they'll go, no, but blah blah blah. Or they'll go, do you believe in UFOs? No, but uh, you know, I've, I've, I might have seen a ghost once or. You know, people, people. There's always somebody with a story to tell about what mm. you know. Think they've seen, you know, they think they've heard something, or you know, something in the sky, or so. Mm. What what we've done is we've just put it on a, on a shirt, like you know, and let people go. Yeah. You know, like, you know. I mean, the thing is, is if it's inspiring you guys to fucking create rad shit, and you are creating fucking rad shit, but I mean that sincerely, like, mm. uh, thank you. You know, having seen it in the flesh. Then fucking good on you. Yeah. And fuck the haters, man. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, man. Right. Yeah, that's all there is to it. It's, you know, you've got to do what makes you happy and what you're interested in. There's no point fucking doing shit just because you think it's going to sell. Like, you know, I, I'd be a liar. I'd be a liar if I said in the past, Downcast hasn't done that because yeah. we needed to try and kind of push a different agenda to grow the brand and it didn't work. Yeah. What sells well for us is what I like drawing. Yeah. And what I love printing. Like, Good. proof is there. Like, you know, I uh, released a new tea today. And yeah. I fucking really enjoyed it. And I was really into it and got fucking yeah. like 10 sales off the back off the back of it within fucking two hours. Yeah. It's just like, that's, that's the reward, isn't it? It's kind of, you get to do awesome shit. And the reward is people like taking an interest in, in your stuff. Yeah, fully, man. Like, if you're doing stuff you're not interested in. Like, I, recently I hit a bit of a wall into design-wise, a bit like, couldn't be asked for freelance stuff because I'm just bored of the kind of the scene and stuff. And it was like, what, what do we do next? Where is this? It's like everything, anyone who knows me and Scott knows this is this is all we do. You know, like, there's, there's like a meme where my mates say the X-File theme plays whenever I come into a room. <laughs> One of my aliens or it's just like fucking every Instagram state is just beating me up. Yeah. UFO, yeah. Every every single thing we do is like based on this. It's just our personality, just on into a brand. Like if you're doing stuff that you're not interested in, then again, you're just putting on that for the sake of it, aren't you? Yeah. Rather than spending the time putting it into the design work. So yeah. it's always got to be that, and it really. I don't yeah. think we've like. I don't think we'll ever kind of go away from that. No. Um, but like you said, the 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 design's endless because we can just do whatever. We can do anything, like you said. We could do, like you know, we're doing the Warrens, and then we could go. Well, I don't know. Let's do the fucking Bermuda Triangle or the mm -hmm. fucking 
give Atlantis yeah, or loads of shit we can do. It's you know MK MK Ultra or you know it's yeah. you know it's extremely widespread your niche, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like. And we that, essentially are an X Files, like yeah. one minute, one minute it's some weird alien, but then the next it's something you think it's something else, and it ends up just being a person. And yeah, that's what mm. we kind of it wasn't. Where yeah. it's kind of we didn't want to limit ourselves to what we can do. Like say we say we just came out and like right, we just do serial killer clothing, and then mm. when we get we're like right, we won't do a UFO. But then like you said before, it's kind of how do you get your current audience on something completely mm-hmm. different? from the start? We every drop we've done has been so different to each other that people literally don't know what's coming next that's what's so sick as well because people don't know what's coming next that, that's yeah. what cool because like people could be like thinking oh you know i wonder what's coming next and then we just drop something and they're like fucking hard and i didn't expect that you know what i mean so it, it, yeah that's the, the beauty of what we're, we're trying to do is that we haven't got no there's no holes bars for, for, for us in, in yeah. doing like, like there's a few people who've asked us like oh you're going to do like like any movie stuff or any film is tv stuff and we're like no like there's so many good people who do the tattoo stuff the tv stuff the music bootleg stuff the movie bootleg stuff we're like we don't want to do that because there's already people who are really good at doing that so we don't need to touch that what we're doing we want to do it as like our own thing you know what i mean so like when if somebody now comes out and does like a t-shirt of like dharma people will go oh wet wide wet wide does that mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that, like, you know, we, we're doing something that we know that there isn't really like anybody else who's doing. No. I don't no. think there's. there's so that's, the thing, that's why I was so fucking keen to, you know, obviously I found you guys through the other place I work at. Yeah. But yeah. that's why I was so keen to get in touch is I haven't seen another brand like you. Yeah. And I'm talking, you know, from we started the brand in 2017 and nothing has come close to what you're doing in terms of you know the very original the content you're using and the fucking source material and the kind of projects that you decide that not projects um kind of the source material you're deciding to use is so fucking individual that it's yeah. you know it stands head and above head and shoulders above a lot of brands that i see out there and I've, you know as I, said, as I said before i mean that fucking sincerely i'm not gonna fucking yeah. bullshit you um but yeah never change guys Never no. Never change. Bring the hate. We enjoy the hate. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I was going to say earlier on the hate thing? I think what would do your brand, I, I think what could really blow you guys up is if, like, you come across some shitty entitled YouTuber that's like, have you seen what this brand's doing? And that could, like, fucking explode the brand for you. Because mm-hmm. I think that's really good because you, you've also yeah. got, like, controversial opinion of shit these guys are like putting I mean, serial killers and stuff on t-shirts i think that's really i think that's a really fucking cool like uh argument point sort of thing just to like just to grow the brand yeah, yeah. definitely i mean rube you're a shit entitled youtuber can you do something you said i'm a youtuber <laughs> <laughs> um right anyway uh that was a bit of a shit itself for me um it was you try a bit harder on that one we have actually reached out to like people like we've we've like messaged like people who are like youtubers and shit and be like hey like you do this stuff like you know so there's like a couple of youtube channels who like do it like going around to like true crime places or like area 51 and shit and we're like listen we just want to send you some fucking free tops for you to just mm-hmm. wear like people just fucking don't 
Like, there's a few, there's yeah. a few, you know, we've, I don't know if you've heard the Bray High podcast, but yeah. them boys are massive and that they're getting on board, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they, so. they, 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 like, I'm, I listen to Bro High a lot and, and I got Joe on to them and I was like, let's just drop them a message and just say, like, do you want it? And they do, like, YouTube, the YouTube, uh, the podcast as well, like, when they're doing it. Um, and, and they were like straight back, like, yeah, if you want to send us free shit, we'll wear it 100% like. And so they picked the designs and we were like, yeah. sell, we'll send them you. And then there's a couple in bands who we put down, like, some people, you message them and they're like, like, we're giving you free shit, like, just fucking wear yeah. it. Like, coming, <laughs> coming from the, uh, like, the, the modeler kind of influence kind of thing, people, pe- people will look at you guys, and unfortunately, and it's, it's the same with, with Twisted Wire. Um, because you haven't got the 10k mark, yeah. people they're not interested, and it's yeah. just like you know. I mean, we it's had shallow. Uh, yeah, extremely shallow. I mean, we had uh, we had Aaron on uh, for episode five, I think it was, wasn't it? Was it episode four? Um, what did I say? We had Aaron on, and Aaron's Aaron's a model, um, and he's actually one of the very few that will give a shit about a brand, and actually, you know, like he's not he's not interested in numbers or anything like that. He just wants to you know work with cool people um so there are there are a few models that are that are actually worth using but yeah. most of them are just fucking assholes mate to be to be honest with you and i'll say that truthfully shallow doesn't it shallow and not you know i've seen brands before that have got half a million followers and they look at it and think fucking hell like how have they got that <laughs> yeah. or you see how how <laughs> just yeah. the chronological stuff mate when what uh Darren was talking about the other day, like early Instagram days. Do you know what I mean, you come on and just fucking bang yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, it's man. Like nowadays, there's a lot of brands or you know independent people we follow that are fucking sick as fuck. Yeah, really good. And there's mm. followers, and it's like you know, five years ago, they'd have been fifty k, sixty without even having to do anything. Yeah, you know, yeah. until now, like there's a lot of good people. Like no matter what industry it is, they're doing like I follow photographers, videographers, tattooists, and they're fucking sick. <clears throat> Yeah. It's just because of, you know, unless you got in there early or pay to get that reach. Yeah. You know, yeah. No, it's it's wank, especially when you you're putting good stuff out and people yeah. are just like, well, I'm not gonna look at that because you know it's only got hundred followers, but you know, like we've been doing the same t-shirts quality-wise branding since literally launched Instagram. We've yeah. never but that, that was the thing with starting the pod, it was kind of like for us, it's like it didn't matter about the following. Yeah. But- you know, it goes it? back to what I was saying that it was we just want to speak to people who've got skin in the game and who are fucking like engaged with their own fucking brand. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and you guys obviously are that, and it's you know, it's a fucking absolute pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, um, thank you. But um, yeah. Anyway, um, do you have any questions for us? How long have you two boys been doing stuff? Like, you know. Brand wise, what you've been doing, kind of what what was your kind of milestones? Because again, like you've been doing it for a lot longer than us, and times have changed. Like what 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 would you say we need to be doing? Because um, there's always stuff we can be improving on stuff in there. Like yeah. every everyone we talk to, we try and say like, right, what do you what do you like? What could we do better? There's there's always mm-hmm. shit. Like we I feel we're doing good branding wise and stuff, but it's just we still. You know, when we still look at these big boys in, in the game, we're still like, they're just fucking on another level. Like, when you look at Helen shirts, the amount of shirts they shift a day is ridiculous. They're just mm. big goats. Like, yeah. you know, so 
anything you guys can give us tips wise or you know contact wise is we're, we're all ears to it because again we we've just got a lot to yeah aren't we? um, um yeah, do you want to go in, Darth? So I'll come on the back of you. Oh, I, yeah. I won't come. I won't come on the back of you. I'll, um... <laughs> Not again. Let me do it. That's what we're doing later. Um... Run social after hours. <laughs> after party. Oh fuck. Um, in in all honesty, I don't have a hell of a lot of advice to give because from what. I can see you're doing all of the fucking right things. You've got your niche, which is the hardest part of this game, owning a clothing brand. It's finding your niche. You've got it. And from what I can see, you know, going back to what I said earlier, in the sense that why we wanted you on, in the set, because we haven't seen anybody like you, yeah. you've got the market. So fucking just carry on doing what you're doing. I mean, yeah. if budget and, um, kind of demand allows increase your pre-orders yeah you're doing everything right guys like you know like i i when i first started out i made a lot of fucking mistakes yeah um and especially when i started printing in-house because to begin with i was outsourcing um i made mistakes with that as well in terms of what printers i use we mentioned them earlier um <laughs> Uh, for our for our first couple of batches and they were shit. Um, but yeah, but I think when when I finally bought everything in house and started teaching myself how to screen print, I made a lot of mistakes. Mistakes with equipment purchases, releases, um, website builds, designs, blah blah blah. Customer interactions. Um, but it's been you know it's been it's been a grind to kind of get here. Like, but it's you know it sounds like you guys are doing really fucking well and i would just my advice would just keep doing exactly what you're doing you'll get there it's fucking building a brand is it's not a a quick process i think some of the big boys of instagram kind of make it seem that way yeah you know you look at your i don't know your fucking your hearers or your bad mondays or your fucking whatever they they all start somewhere obviously but they seem to have such a fucking astronomical rise that um there's a lot of other brands out here they're not saying you're among this but kind of think that they can get from you know naught to 60 in 10 minutes yeah. it's like it doesn't work like that you know but you guys are doing all the fucking right things and you know as I, said, I was just don't, gonna, fucking um, change. don't change i was just gonna follow on what darcy's saying really um i mean if, I, if there's any sort of like now advice to give would probably probably be um scratch up on your research on social media like just you know any sort of any sort of leads you can get to build your social media following um or you know getting that correct reel out or something like that um is absolutely key like don't give up on your socials at all because that's obviously where everything lies um and yeah just, just keep doing what you're doing um literally just rehashing what darcy said finding your niche is probably the hardest thing to do um and once you found your niche and you can start, you know, and you can start building on it and stuff like that, it's it it does start to. Um, I don't want to say it builds itself, but once you've got the right building blocks in place, like you guys clearly have, then it's sort yeah. of more of a, a forward moving process. Sorry. Um, so yeah, just literally keep keep what you're doing. Um, 
keep your wits about you with like marketing agencies and stuff like that. Um, you know, if something doesn't feel right, don't fucking do it. Vice versa, something does go for it. But um, yeah, just keep doing, keep doing what you're doing, guys. Like it's, you know, you can, another thing about having the niche is actually having the passion and the drive to push it forward. And that's what you guys yeah. have both got very, very clearly. Um, and I mean, the thing is, even if it's, like probably shouldn't say this, but even if it's, you know, even if it was just a, like a sort of cheap brand and you're just printing on Gildans and putting shit designs out, as long as you've got the passion and the drive behind it, eventually it's going to go off and you guys are doing, you know, you're putting on a good product, you're putting, you know, you're putting everything into what you're selling um, and that does come across to the customer. So you will, you know, you just got to keep, keep going at it and it will come, it will come too, definitely. Sound? Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's not yeah, um, don't know if you've listened to any of the episodes before with a final little section called the randoms which is yeah, just us course. asking a bunch of random questions gauge sure. your personality and uh see what you really like under pressure come on it is go on <laughs> uh do you want to kick it off rube uh yeah um so what's the three um i want two separate answers from you guys as well What's the uh, the three items you go into a supermarket to buy to weird out the cashier? To weird out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to make the sort to make the cashier think, what the fuck are you doing tonight? Duct sort tape. Of thing. Yeah. yeah. Black bags. And yeah. The biggest serrated knife possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went straight to the serial killer vibes. And then, <laughs> and then like, I was just thinking like, we had Jamie that said the same thing that said salami instead of a knife. <laughs> And then just throw a, a, like a random pack of like cucumbers corn on the cobs or something on top of it as well. Like, like what is going on? You know, like, you know what I mean? Party. Literally like proper party that is like. This guy's having fun tonight. What he is and somebody isn't anyway. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, what's the worst thing you've ever eaten? Uh, I'm not fussy at all, and I'm a fat bastard, so I eat fucking anything, anything. Um, no, it's not really anything I I don't like to be honest. I bet you the best something you fucking really ate. I'm trying to think. There'll be there'll be something. The worst thing. I don't like courgettes. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I hate the texture of them. They make me fucking. It's the only thing I don't like. I don't like courgettes. I think I think the only thing I've ever like had and then instantly regretted it was probably an oyster. I literally, <laughs> yeah, that's the I've ever had and just been like, I don't know why anybody can actually physically like eat these because it was just literally like, snot. I went like straight back out and that that was it. Like I just couldn't 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 stomach it quite not even that i couldn't stomach it i couldn't even get past the palate of my yeah yeah i know what you mean i've got a thing with textures this yeah, yeah. i had an oyster once i'd never fucking go near it it's like slurping snot yeah <laughs> that's that's literally the only way i can describe it when i had it i was just like it tastes just like horrendous like, like, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah, like ever again like i think that's the only thing i'm i'm pretty much like joe I, i'm pretty we much too, don't we? it's pretty much anything like but that was like yeah even like when, even when we've been camping, like you'd be camping and cooking something, and then a fly, fly, fly goes into fly me, and just like, oh, fucking whatever, get it in you. <laughs> Extra protein, isn't it? Right. Uh, <laughs> literally, like, just get it in you. 
Um, would you prefer having noisy neighbours or nosy neighbours? Um, Probably on no noisy. Noisy, yeah, it does mean yeah. when people just fucking creeping about. Creeping about, yeah. Like, I, I mean, well, I guess if you're buying bin bags, duct tape, and a serrated blade. <laughs> <laughs> the, the noisy neighbours would help if you buy those items. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's it then. Yeah. Let them be as loud as they can. Yeah. Keep, keep complaining about them while you, yeah. you're duct taping up people in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, which one of you would make the better con man? I did marketing, so probably me. I was going to say, probably <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, roll, uh, yeah, dodgy yeah, dealings. I would say definitely, uh, Joe. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so, a very interesting one, which I've kept the last. Are aliens real? Yes. Yeah. 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 Always a yeah. 100%. 100%. Always. What do you reckon? Like, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. they've got to be, they've got to be, haven't they? Like, do you know what? I, I, I actually come up with a new theory last week, which was I think they've already been they're, they're real and stuff. I think they've already been here. They, they, they were here fucking ages ago and they just sort of see how we work as a society with the amount of racism that goes on. They're sort of like, fuck that, leave them to it. You know, that's, that's let, kind let of Let them I destroy think. themselves. We'll come back later. You well, kind of think about it. Like, if you, I mean, sort of the way that it works in my head is you see like, you know, little like grey men in a spaceship and they got like a little TV box up and stuff and they're sort of evaluating Earth and they're thinking, fucking hell, these guys are like killing each other and hating each other just because of the way they look. What do you think they're going to do to us? Like, and I kind of think that they're just like, yeah, fuck. They're just, a lot of the idea, they're just observing. That's why they've never done anything. They're just watching. Yeah. Hmm. But, uh, there was one time where, didn't the, um, didn't someone say during the Cold War that a nuke got diffused by something? Yeah. A nuclear weapon got diffused by something that they don't know what it was. It just got diffused randomly. Really? Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, okay. What if that was? It was during the height of the Cold War when there was going to be fucking nukes flying. What if that was them basically just saying like, "Don't um, fucking nah. do it." Have a rest. Not on, guys. Just calm the fuck down. <laughs> have a sit down. Have yeah. a rest. <laughs> you can't. You can't be like. You can't say that there's nothing else out there. Like. It's just too boring if it was, wasn't it? If there's nothing there, we were just the only things. Yeah. But that's what I was going back to like earlier when I said like people saying, Oh, there's nothing else out there, it's just arrogant. Yeah. yeah. Thinking oh, like yeah. the human beings are the only fucking things out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you think if you think about like the whole situation of like we are a, a planet in a solar system, in a universe, in a galaxy, which is in just a millions of galaxies just everywhere yeah. and well they don't even know that the number of galaxies and, and stuff is just completely endless as far as space can go like you know so um it's just we're just, we're just one tiny little space rock yeah exactly. that's what we are we're, we're, just, we're just like we're just a grain of sand with fucking i do like, i do 100 percent believe that if there was ever like aliens to come here i would 100 percent say they were that they would be hostile i don't think they'd come down and be so. like yeah 100 percent if they the world's type shit see i i think it would be like uh i genuinely think it would be sort of the way that it's gone if all you know 
sort of abductions and whatever are, are, are legit. I kind of think that's the way that it will go because, I mean, if you think about like um, like a germ under a microscope and you think about how big they are and then think about all of us as the germs and then the aliens as, do you know what I mean, all sort of looking down on us. I, I don't know if they'd be hostile because I think it would just sort of be like a, if they wanted not, to, they could just sort it's of... It's not very nice calling us germs, right? No, but you've called me much worse, mate, so you can sort of wear that one. So, <laughs> not, not on the podcast, I haven't. No, no. Um, what I'm saying, though, it's sort of like, if they, I, I think if they were going to be hostile, it would just literally be a thing if they could just go, just smudge yeah. the planet. What if they already have that? Yeah. What if we're the next lot of humans? What if they've already wiped out civilizations and just waiting again? Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Body the time. No. I think yeah, it's either I think it's either one of two kind of things. I either think it's like it would be a an alien race like our independence day is where they they come in here to be like like they just basically just slave. Yeah, just basically like just suck everything out of Earth and then move on to another planet. Or I I would say it would be like the end of Men in Black One, where <laughs> he's got all the galaxies. It like it's, it's like this big massive alien that's collecting all the galaxies. It, you know, yeah, like, what I want to be like. Yeah, they're all like all just chilling, just smoking, smoking loads of weed. <laughs> oh, find find your galaxy. Yeah. Oh. But but like I said, if you if you don't believe it, it's it, you're crazy. Like there's there's something there, hundred percent. Like and even and, and even just from the fact that like people from us seeing something and you seeing something right up to people who fly military jets in the air force who have like come out of the air force and then said like years later that they saw something so mm. and they you know then they've come out and been like you know when we've been here we've seen something and so you can't people can people can go oh you, you know you're talking shit because you you know well you can't say that to somebody who's been in a jet plane and chased a ufo which you you go go on youtube and literally watch a video of two mig fighters mm. chasing a ufo which outruns them mm. which insane so i'll tell yeah. them that they're not real because you know it, there's something there mm. um last one of the uh of the randoms um <laughs> what an answer from both of you so if you had to replace your face with an animal's face, what would it be? The rest of your body stays the same. It's just your face. What are you replacing it with? I've got sure. one answer. Yeah, it'd have to be something funny. It'd have to be like a fucking capybara or something. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. Sea urchin. Yeah, just for just mental. Just something funny. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sea urchin or like. A sting, like a, a stingray, like <laughs> the bottom of it, the face. <laughs> yeah. Just really happy all the time. Just, just constantly, just happy. <laughs> funny. Yeah, just something funny. Yeah. Or just, or just like a, a crocodile. So if you were just pissed off, you could just death all somebody and just be like, <laughs> just get done. Like. I think that would be another thing. Yeah. And that, and then that's where the bin bags and the serrated knife come in. Yeah. <laughs> See, I just want to start a dog. Then you know you can just just chill, just get through life being so cute. you can lick your balls. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you can just chew on yourself, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Could be a spider, couldn't you? Eight eyes or yeah. whatever it is, you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be sick. But we, would you have like spider eyes though? Or would you have human eyes? So would you have like two and then four and then six and then eight? Or would you have them all just dotted around? Just I'd dotted have, around like I'd have, bastard. I'd have eight human eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have like a bunch of eight human eyes all with their own pupils and irises just going berserk like, and they could all see another direction. <laughs> <laughs> see you know, everything coming every, yeah. all the time. Like you see like a frisbee, like you're looking over here but you see a frisbee and like... Yeah, yeah. Be like 360, no scope, 4K, 5D, eye vision, like you know what I mean. Um, so, if uh, if you weren't doing what you you do now, what do you think you'd be doing? Being sat bored at fucking work. Yeah, I literally just fucking been back around every day that not yeah. doing this shit. Yeah, literally just working. That's all we do. Yeah. Outside of Wet Wired or the band or Joe's freelance, it's just <clears> work. Because <throat> un- unfortunately, the the unfortunately the band's got a hold on everybody that you've got to work to do anything. So mm. that's the only way you kind of make anything of anything in it, you've got to put money into everything that you do. So. It's like if we weren't doing this, you'd just be working. Yeah. Just just literally be working all the time. Yeah. Probably interested in UFOs and that like, which we've always I've always been and Joe's always been, but it's like, you know, I, I think it'd just be what I've been doing all all the time. Yeah. So pretty much. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um which brands would you like to see on the pod? I know you've spoken about a few brands already. Yeah, hood bats, definitely. Yeah, Helen yeah. shirts are sick. Helen shirts are dead good. Bloody Ulta pizza it is. Yeah, yeah, they're all sick. Yeah, all them guys, definitely. We will check out every single one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, where can people find you? Instagram. Yeah. At Wet Wide UK. Facebook. Facebook's the same. Uh, websites wetwide.co.uk. Yeah, we haven't ventured into Twitter yet. Because uh, we all love that. Yeah, <laughs> we, we can't. Love that. <laughs> I, I I kind of like. Um, I was going to post about like on my Twitter account about when we did Zodiac and stuff, but then like I always feel like Twitter is just full of the most fucking opinionated people ever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not worth it. I just it's thought with the hassle to just mm-hmm. post about, like oh a serial killer and then just be like berated about it and be yeah. like. I should never do not now. Yeah, I, personally, I would, I would completely avoid it. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's your, it's your brand and everything. But I agree I with that. Stay well clear of Twitter. It's such a, it's a beast of its own. Yeah, we, uh, mm. we, we are thinking about maybe doing a Twitter, uh, not a Twitter, a TikTok, just for TikTok yeah. would be a good show. Stupid content and yeah, maybe about doing yeah. Uh, silly content and then maybe like the. The whole process of the maybe do like videos of the design and the packaging and just just you know just that kind of content stuff and then if we did go TikTok's a really good tool for uh, personally I think fucking Instagram video builder like reels is shit yeah um so I always create videos on TikTok and then import them into Instagram yeah I want to stop you just there Darcy with um if uh Instagram see a TikTok watermark on it they'll cancel the video straight away. 
cancel it. I mean, I mean, what they'll do is they'll restrict it to how many people see it because it's promoting TikTok. Yeah, right. but all the so far, I do the style, but obviously, luckily, I can do them all in Premiere. So yeah, we just yeah, do yeah. It all that way again. But that kind of TikTok, we just upload shit to there. We do the same kind of shit, but just premiered for yeah. Well, like I said, if we if we did do like like we were about going like Vandalshan Forest and doing like a thing, it would probably be like be good content. To yeah, do, be like maybe like because we have got a YouTube. <laughs> Channel that we just use watching shit on, but we would probably put something on there, yeah. maybe do something on that, like you know. So I don't know, like you said, it's wherever we can connect with people. That's that's the, the best. But I think at the moment, Instagram's safe for us, and well, yeah. reason, uh, and then obviously Facebook, you, you know, that's pretty good. And then um, if we maybe venture onto TikTok, yeah, make, maybe do some some stuff on there, like so. I would say that that's pretty cool. Awesome, man. Yeah. Awesome. But um, mainly, if people won't find us, Instagram is probably the, the main one that people can find us. <laughs> just wet wide UK. That's it. And uh, lastly, boys, what's the meaning of life? Boys, yeah. Go off. Gonna sort of, we, we, we probably should have put bets on that. You would have come back with 42. Yeah. 42. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 42. Infinity. Infinity and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for coming on, guys. Yes. It's, uh, it's been a really, really fucking cool chat. Um, Thank you. Honestly. Yeah. We've had welcome, mate. Pleasure. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much yeah, for having nice. Honestly. Thank, Thank you. you. No and worries, guys. And just a quick a quick one, just a massive thank you to everybody who supported us as well. Like in the in the six months we've been going, just because it just means the world to us, and like I said, two lads just from council estates and just trying to do something that we really truly believe in. It, it really does mean the world to us that people are, you know, giving us the time and checking us out and stuff like. And yeah, honestly, thank you, everybody. Okay, awesome man, awesome, cool. All right, guys. Okay, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Take, Take care. care. Peace. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Bye.